Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes. What yes. Who's is... Matt and that was it Locko? Locko. Yeah. That Matt and that Locko guy sound the same. <laughs> He's a very Italian last name that I've never heard anyone say like, the full thing. The full thing. Yeah. Locko. Yeah. Of Matt what, what is it? Lacarazza. Oh. Yeah. It's Lacarazza. That just triggered me. We call. <laughs> you know. Now I get it. I'm gonna yeah. have to have some manicotte or something. Yeah. Sorry. Real. That might be racist. No. <laughs> It's delicious. It's, <laughs> it's delicious racism. Delicious racism. That's my other podcast, yeah. Racist Foods. <laughs> well, I saw, I saw on the way. Like crab Rangoon. Most racist food ever. Is yeah. it racist? It's What's bullshit. It? It's not Chinese. I mean, I yeah, know, no. but it's delicious. Uh, delicious yeah, okay. It, when you deep fry cream cheese inside a, like a, a puffy pastry. It's pretty good. Sure. Yeah. You can't there go wrong. There was too many peas for you. Yeah. I know, right? I'm sorry. Right? I'm, I, I was saying do you have a windscreen or right something? Before, you know what I do right up there? I, it might Where be a pain it? in the ass. Russ, grab him that windscreen up I'm there. I'm trying to get you D'Angelo's. Well, you, and also you, you don't need to be sitting. Grab it for him. I'm talking. You went down to the we were talking before I hit record about yeah 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 that's good uh, about how I had to turn shoes Mike down this time because his he, <laughs> he says I don't have keys? a I don't have a pop blocker on Too his many mic and then he decided to literally in the first minute say the word puffy pastry or whatever puffy the hell pastry. he just said yeah. no this guy yeah, that follows is. us on Twitter who really really loves uh, Ricky Harvey is his name okay he follows the long may you run Twitter feed. And he loves Young. he loves the podcast, but the last one he's like, I really love this podcast because you guys do me a favor and not talk over the music clips you're using <laughs> to trying to make a point because then we can't hear the music clips and your point's not made. You know, something like I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good guy. He just wanted uh, asked a favor. Nice. And another guy said after I got past the ridiculousness about the fucking fly <laughs> and Breaking Bad, I think that was on Facebook. I'm not oh really? Sure. Or no, it was maybe it was Reddit. I love that we're starting to get a lot of feedback. And, I mean, please, everyone listening, listen, youngsters, please keep giving <laughs> us feedback. As, a, as the resident youngster, yeah, the bullshit have... is my favorite part of this <laughs> we have But, a of course, youngster. these are my friends. Wow. I don't know. If I'm... We, have I mean, a, we have a youngster in the, in uh, the studio. A youngster in the building. Oh, that's so Not weird to say. Say. <laughs> see. I came over here to see if these old he does men sound... would give me some candy, some of their Neil Young candy. <laughs> their Neil Young candy. I picked them up in my van. <laughs> and you do sound like, like a... Just like a little boy, like a little too. boy. Yeah, <laughs> don't like do a that cake hungry little boy. He came I came in. over here to learn about Mr. Young. Oh my God, <laughs> Mr. Young. Come sit over here on on Mike's lap, and I'll okay. tell you about Uncle Neil. <laughs> Shut up, Ross. Don't talk over the intro. What the hell? 
It's uh, how you doing? I'm Mike Shu, along with uh, Luke and Russ Condon from the Bandtown Meeting, and this is Long May You Young. The uh, I'm pretty sure the only Neil Young podcast that uh, takes on each Neil Young album one episode at a time in order of release. So didn't someone reach out to us and say there is another Neil Young podcast? There was. Oh, there was. They haven't uh, put out anything since 2018. What's it called? Called um, Long May You Kneel. <laughs> it's actually about blowjobs. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. So stupid. Yeah. yeah. I forget what no, it was good. Okay. Like on the yeah. spot. That, was good. that that one was like about. It was more of a historical look at Neil Young and went through his life and everything like that. Yeah. We're just going through the albums and ranting on and. Fuck his. We're just know. a bunch of fucking jackasses <laughs> who love yeah. Neil Young. Yeah. Ditto. And that that extra voice you hear in the corner is Matt Lacaraza, aka Cheers. Loco. That's me. AKA Matt. AKA Matt. <laughs> AKA the little boy who just stumbled into our studio because he heard their youngsters were welcome. I'm That's fir- right. I'm the first youngster. He referred yeah. to himself as the quintessential youngster. I mean, people are people are saying that now too. I know. Are they <laughs> really? <laughs> You're the one who were you committed I know. to it. And you know, the- I've, it, it's bad now because I've been watching the Jeffrey Epstein documentary <laughs> oh, on Netflix. <laughs> And so now it's like I even I don't even like saying the word when I'm actually referring to someone who's just young. Yeah. You know, it's like how about this youngster right here? I'm like, well, okay, I sound like a creepy. How girl. long? How long before the photo surfaces of shoe with Jislaine Maxwell? Oh no. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> hanging out with our martinis. You said the right? jizz so hard. Yeah, I know. I didn't think that, anything Luke, was coming after it. Yeah. yeah. You were just like you were just like how long until Mike shoe with jizz? Yeah. yeah. That was Lane a hard, Maxwell. Hard jizz. <laughs> It's called a hard jizz in the business. Yeah, it's, it's the twin to the squirt that you brought up. That's right. Yeah. Dude, so well, this is episode eight, and I do love that any chance we had of Neil actually listening to and enjoying this podcast is ruined within oh the first gosh. five yeah. to ten minutes oh, of yeah. us bringing up jizz usually right away. Well, you know, me, if I'm we, being... we don't really know. I mean, Neil may enjoy 12-year-old humor. Yeah. I think it, it does a little bit. It never gets old. I, I honestly mean, think about it every time I listen to an episode. Like, I every now and then just remind myself, I'm like, what if he listens to this? I know. <laughs> and I know. you're in the middle I, of talking about I it. I thought of it last time just because of all the stuff that's been going on. Yeah. And and I, like, got the... Also, if you don't have the Neil Young Archives app, Dude. highly recommend it. Oh, yes. really? It's great. Highly, you get highly them? recommend yeah. you have to, I it. I got them this week. Is it yeah. paid? Yeah. There, there, yeah. There, well, there's, there's, a, a there's a free version. option. But okay. the paid but pay, one is what I expensive. do. It's oh, yeah. it's like it's twenty, 20 bucks for the year, a year, or like a dollar something. But it's a month. it's it's well worth it. The, twenty yeah. bucks a year. The quality. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm glad this is the I'm glad this is the album I got it on because obviously we listen pretty extensively to these. But Zuma, like so I I got the Russ has been 
mentioned in the archives for a while. If you don't know what we're talking about, Neil Young Archives, it's a it's an app that you can get. Get hip to the archives. I knew, I do know about the archives. I don't have the app, but, but the, I've been to the website. So the sound the sound quality, I didn't Ooh. think I would notice, but oh, I noticed no, you totally noticed. immediately. Yeah. Like the uh Danger Bird. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. shit. And you can hear them like moving around you, yeah, in the you, studio. Oh, yeah. Everything. That's one of With my the, favorite. On tracks. the archives app, it's it definitely because you can if you go into settings, you can choose the high res option. Right. And that's what I did and it, it made a world of a difference. But they do have sure. an option too where you can write a letter to the editor. And I saw all these if there's a section on on the archives thing where Neil like responds to things that people write to him. For real? Yeah, and so I wrote this oh, long-winded stupid thing where I basically oh, plugged no, he's never the podcast. Yeah, he's he's never. You were kissing But him. I, I also plugged the band, too. This full of shit. So. I'm not listening to Russ that Russ basically thing. wrote yeah. that memoir at the beginning of Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's our first movie reference. Yeah, of course. There yeah. it is. Yeah, there's right. always some kind of there's movie There's going to be reference. more with Locko on, too. No, I don't, I've never seen any movies. He doesn't watch movies. He's strictly a TV guy. <laughs> is that Simply true? Simply and solely TV. That's it. Um, should we go over any reviews or uh, voice messages? Before yeah, do we have any? I'd love to. Any voice messages? Messages, oh, any reviews? Do. I thought about leaving one just so that I could interact <laughs> with it, and with then the I didn't because I'm, I'm an idiot. That's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been awesome though, right? Like, would have been fun. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say. I don't know. I thought about it. About so, it. if you listen to us on Anchor, uh, you can leave a voice message. I think you can also do that on Apple, right? Yep, that's what you guys You said. can leave a voice yeah. message and uh, also leave your comments, subscribe. Please subscribe. And if you leave a five-star review, we will read your review on the air no matter what it says. We have a few of those as well. That is yeah. a that is a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And uh, and feel free to follow us on Facebook, uh, Long May You Young Facebook page. And then we're at Long May You Young on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter. And follow the Neil Young subreddit on reddit and we post up the episodes there and and people are being pretty kind to us there and tell your friends if you have friends who like neil young or just nonsense talk about you know semen <laughs> pretty much but especially your friends who like both that's, yeah it, if, if any of your friends are interested in being youngsters yeah <laughs> call jizz lane maxwell <laughs> oh, go, on. Go, go on down to jizz lane yeah jizz lanes yeah. All right. So yeah. this. Uh... So thank you very much for all your feedback. And like we mentioned, I don't know if you're going to run that, Luke, where I mentioned Ricky Harvey on Twitter saying shut up during the music clips we're trying to play to make our points. Yeah. OK. All right. There's also someone on Instagram who's just goes by the name Handy Snacks. <laughs> Handy snacks. <laughs> Who said? Uh, you're just at, you're making that up. No, I got it right. You're just here. trying to get Luke going now. <laughs> it's actually me. I got bored with Waterface. <laughs> Handy says, I just started listening. Love it. A buck a month from me. Wow. He's sending Ooh. us a buck a oh, month. Oh, that's right. Apparently. On Anchor. I did not yeah. know this. They have like a Patreon you can, no, It's like built into Anchor. You can literally mo- sponsor us monthly. That's awesome. If you like our, you know, well, diet Handy drives. Snacks does. He also said, Thank if, you, Handy if Snacks. you need anybody to nice. talk, please don't hesitate. I can talk Neil in circles. Oh, I love that. Um he also just said, can't wait for the Russ Never Sleeps slash Live Rust episode. That's he said, is that going to be one or two? The Live Rust He episode. said, Powderfinger is my absolute favorite song. Ooh. I basically just said it'll nice. probably be two because it's two separate releases. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about Live Rust. I love which you can that. watch on the Neil Young archives if you're yes, a subscriber. You oh, really? Which is great. Yeah, they have the, the whole half hour porch sessions thing. And I've been watching the Sleeps with Angels 
like uh, documentary that. that they made. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, through I've never with seen it. That. Yeah. It's great seeing David Briggs just talking. Oh, I saw that too. Because yeah, on I, the app, right? Yeah, or on the it's it's on thing. both. Yeah. yeah, and it's but it's like I haven't I haven't finished it, so I don't know if he if they catch him going off on some temper tantrum or something because you know if, if you've read shaky yeah. briggs is is capable of being a transcending <laughs> space and time yeah. with being fucking out of his mind so yeah. but um he definitely has some sweet ass 70s hair for like 1993 oh, yeah. i feel like i love it, yeah. it and I, I know we got to play some voicemail uh, at least a voicemail first but briggs on on this album mm-hmm. i got a lot of good things to say about him yeah Nice. But let's. Uh, this is a rare, serious voicemail for us. This yeah, is have from, we had one yet? We have one. This, yeah, we haven't. It's literally just been all John and one from your boss, <laughs> which I love. Oh, Tony had one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe I missed it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm gonna go back and listen to that. Um, this Please is, write in for me, Tony, next time. This yeah, is, write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> this is from uh, Matt Polly. Okay, let's listen to this one. Hey, it's Hold Matt. Uh, I'm a huge Neil Young fan. I think you guys are doing a really great job. With your podcast so far um Thank you, a couple Matt. of these albums i really didn't listen to as much as i maybe should have mm. uh like time fades away and tonight's the night Same. but you guys are giving like so much history and context that it's making me appreciate those albums even more than i usually would have uh i can't wait to hear what you guys talk about zuma Hey, nice. Honestly, might be my favorite Neil Young album. I'm not sure. (laughs) It doesn't really have a lot of fucking Neil Man uh, moments, but... Oh, I disagree. I disagree, disagree. yeah. I think it's pretty great. It's pretty much the most straightforward album him and Crazy Horse have ever done. I agree with that. Anyway... Love the podcast. You guys are great. That's who, Matt. Keep up the good work. Matt Polly. Matt, Matt Polly. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, thanks Matt. a lot, man. Although the vo- usually the voice raise way up like that means you're lying. So I don't know. I think he. I think we've made him rethink his. Uh... <laughs> well, I was gonna make a joke and say that it was me, but I don't. I don't want to take away from like <laughs> from your first actual said, yeah. sincere. Like... <laughs> no, that was really nice. And I actually, I, I actually agree. Like we talked about while we were doing those uh, episodes, was man, I. I I never gave these the chance that they deserved. Oh, dude. yeah. And and he, both of us were saying, with time fades away, we we should. This is this is a pretty great yeah. album. It's, I will say this yeah. has more fucking Neil Man moments, for me anyway. Well, Cortez the Killer Man is just like the whole thing. I mean, I know we're I don't, we don't need to jump right there, but yeah. it, it's like a land that I want to live in for the rest of time. So yeah. if that's not a fucking Neil moment, you want to live in a land that's ruled by a theocracy based on human sacrifice? Hell yeah, dog! <laughs> You're a sick fuck. You want to you want to live? Drink where... your fucking squirt and yeah, get out let of me, here. Let me let me squirt all. Over. Take your squirt and get out. <laughs> Take your, get back in the van. Make like youngster. a squirt and leave. <laughs> Put the uh, squirt in a basket. Let me uh, really quickly read a few five-star <laughs> reviews on iTunes because we said we no, would. What is the Back okay. to the Future? we got to do Back to the Future reference real quick, though. I, no. I mean, no, those have like to like happen a, organically. Make like a squirt and beat it. <laughs> this is um, from someone called Must Listen for Neil Fans. It's a five-star review on iTunes. The, the oh, no. caption said, Who Killed Aaron Hernandez? Uh, and then he, good j- question. he or she just writes, Loving the Pod, fellas. 
So thank you very much. He the caption says who killed The caption said who killed Aaron Hernandez. Can anybody <laughs> explain to me why Hernandez just came up in this podcast? So because we said we'd read anything that's, that's under true. a five star review. Oh, and, okay, that's fair. I don't know. Maybe there's a conspiracy theory that Poncho killed. Oh, could have been Hernandez. Yeah. I don't know. Poncho, I don't think Poncho is capable of killing anyone, but Poncho's friends would definitely take him out because they. We can talk about it later. I can bring it up now. They offered to take Neil out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I did not know about this at all. That I didn't know about. Yeah, so uh, this is like right after this, Neil recorded that. I hate to call it even an album, but the Stills Young Band. <laughs> the long may we named our podcast after the album. After that band. After the song. The song really it's the song. Because it really is and it is one of his best songs it's a very ever. Good song, it's a great yeah. song, yeah. But the rest of the friggin' crap, that long thorny turd that gets pinched <laughs> out after that song. Seriously. But so he he was gonna do something with Crazy Horse. And like he said, he was like, oh, no, I'm going to do this thing with Stephen Stills. And they were like, oh, well, what the fuck? We're kind of depending on that, you know, money or whatever. Yeah. And a couple of Poncho's friends were like, you want us to take him out? Jesus. <laughs> that little story just made me love Squirt. <laughs> I love that you, every week, Mike, you, you add an adjective to how much you hate that album. It's always like it's whole, always turd based. It's always turd based. Well, how, what else could it be? I mean, long, that's long thorny turd. Yeah, <laughs> except for long may you run. We should then rename the podcast. I honestly, long thorny turd. <laughs> I honestly that's don't for you, know Matt Polly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I don't know if I've listened to the rest of that album. I've never listened to it. I yeah. did because of every all of the all of the poop references that Shu has yeah. made to it. Mm-hmm. I wor- I was working out poop and I listened to all yeah. of it. And I mean, he's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> There's it's, like a couple ones, and they're only uh, Neil ones that are like. Uh, well, he wrote the majority of the tunes on but there, which you're disturbs right, the, me. The Stills one with the I, I want to make, make love to you, your baby. Oh, yeah. It's like god. good god, it's wearing so my Raiders like, jersey, yeah, you know, pretending I'm in the army. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really bad. Whatever. It's really bad. All right, wh- one more review. It's a five star review. It's from Waylon Fan seventy six. He loves Waylon. It says, "Effin Neil, man, informative and hilarious. If you love Neil Young and inside jokes." I recommend listening to the episodes in order. Then you will love this podcast. Unless you are Adam Morin, don't be like Adam Morin. <laughs> <laughs> people are, are people yeah. are bad. The youngsters Adam are starting. To, <laughs> don't guys, do that. We do love you guys Adam not Warren. know Adam Morin? No, we no. do. Okay, no. that was something well, that I've do. been thinking. Okay, yeah, good. They, good. They, they, Shoe does. You do okay. know him. Right? Yeah, I mean, okay. he's actually yeah, a really great guy. He's a great guy. Okay. And he's, he's a big fan of the. I think he's a fan of the podcast. He's a fan of the podcast. He's in a band called Toast. We've seen him a, a, a few t- I've seen him a few times they're Sweet. they're great like it's just he's just okay. like a, hey he started it he did, he did start, start it, it. Yeah. also you're welcome for all of the like hashtags and shit we got going on right now <laughs> the fucking Neil man both p- people have been saying that that's great yeah, and, then, and then yeah. youngsters that's me yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm still on the well I, yeah. you are not you by the end of that last podcast I know I, was, I but I'm I telling you that watching that I was like ep- listen to shoe he keeps it's saying it I'm telling you man watching that Epstein documentary and I feel like we why should why do you sh- keep bringing up Epstein because the youngsters thing it just sounds fucking creepy man 
As a youngster, ne- I want All right, to say- this isn't the Jimmy Page con- <laughs> yeah, wait, we gotta con- ask podcast. A young- we got to ask a, a youngster. Young we got to get okay. consent here's from a, a youngster. Here's a new segment ask- called Ask a Youngster. Yeah. Go it's ahead. time for Ask a Youngster. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You just wanted to see that in person. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> that's what I was hoping you would do the voice. That's, okay, that's why okay, I this it. is uh, Ask a Youngster. Yeah, yeah please. Bring uh, yeah. The self-proclaimed quintessential youngster, Matt Lacaraza. I think I'm the oldest youngster, too, because I knew about the podcast before the podcast. I don't know if I'm actually the oldest, but... You're, I mean, you're you're up there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, as a youngster, how do you feel about being called a youngster? Would you prefer a kneeler, or oh, or a youngin? No, or a youngin. <laughs> what about youngin? No. Uh, youngin. But youngster feels like it's gonna stick, and I think I think it already has. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. if you and say youngin, youngin is just a redneck version of youngster. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. It, there's something that is a li- youngster sounds sketchier than youngin though. So, I, but I think we should keep youngster. I think I'm. I mean, I already self-identify. So, <laughs> I, I have a question for Matt or Laco. Yeah, please. Um, so, what makes you qualified to contribute to this podcast? Hell because yeah. we, we right, asked John we that same yeah, thing, and, yeah, but he he brought us subs. He did bring us subs, and I you just brought McDonald's for, for yourself, <laughs> right? Right. So, so what? What's your answer? All right. So this was. I can't. I did think about this. My dad has frigging. The an awesome set of tools. Yeah, he does. Best I, times of Richmond yeah. High reference. And that's that's gonna, what all oh, the youngsters are saying. I thought he was going to say, my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> my dad could beat up your dad, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> my dad has Neil's face from the first album traced on his high school yearbook. So that was my really? like first exposure wow. okay. to Neil Young when I was like a little kid. It was in, you know, it was like displayed basically in our house. I didn't listen to Neil Young as a kid, though. We listened to, like, mostly prog rock when I was in college. No. In high school, I remember I bought uh, the band's Brown album and After the Gold Rush at the same time. Oh, okay. wow. Which was a fucking right. excellent it's a choice. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Uh, if you don't have the band's Brown album, buy it. What's on that one? Uh, That's up on Cripple, Cripple Creek. Creek. Yeah, on Cripple one. Creek's on right. there. Um, I, think, I don't know uh, what else uh, so I'm you sure, you buy albums and, um, you only buy albums with the words no. Cripple Creek in one of the songs. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Well, it was it was Kismet though, pretty much, right? That I got those two because yeah. it felt like they were a pair because of yeah. Cripple Creek. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I've been into them yeah, forever. I read one, right? Shaky. Yeah. 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 The, I, yeah Rag Mama Rag, dude. Rag Mama mm, yeah. Rag, incredible. I will. Oh, yeah. You know what's a, a secret favorite of mine is Jawbone. Yeah, it's a great. Mm-hmm. Song. I fucking love because the bass, the bass riff that that Rick yeah. does in that it's mm-hmm. like oh it's so good so yeah. I, I will say as far as like music musical taste superiority and i even hate to bring this up but there are two people come to mind my buddy eddie culkins and then matt lacaraza yeah. whenever i listen to a new album i always text him and be like what do you think of this mm-hmm. uh he's a he just always has a really a really so good sweet. opinion on like new music, old music, stuff like that. Do you you have, you have or have had blogs in the past? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, I was starting a blog, and then I got married, so it basically yeah got sidelined. <laughs> got got sidelined for that. It's kind of a big life change. Yeah. Shout out to Megan. Yeah. Thanks for ruining my blog. Thanks. I, I, had, I had huge dreams, Megan. Now they're dust. They're gone. I think I introduced you guys to Dawes, right? Which you I feel like is to, like yeah, yeah, you introduced yeah, me to yeah, Dawes yeah. for sure. Yeah. Another is, band that gets brought up every podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. every episode. I, f- yeah. I don't feel bad about that because I, yeah. I do love Dawes. Yeah. Dawes and Weird Al. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always think of every, that like whenever I listen to Town Meeting, I'm like, I wonder if 
there be a town so when when so the first introduction be. you had it's maybe a big brag i don't know the first <laughs> introduction one. you Sorry had to that. neil was when you bought those two albums yeah no i mean like i knew who he was and like i yeah, heard the sure. hits on the radio like growing up yeah. but then but then it was like i got after the gold rush and i was like holy shit right and i started listening to I, I, I think I bought anything that was available at the time, which is why I'm not as familiar, like most people, with Time Fades Away, because so it wasn't away. on CD. Yeah. You oh, couldn't well, get same. it. Right. Yeah. So l- let me ask you a question. Yeah. When I first told you that we, me, Russ, and Mike were doing this podcast, yeah. you said you, I, you need to have me on for Zuma. Yeah. Why this album in particular? Well, here's the. this is what's funny about that. I'm glad you asked. Right? So Luke asked me, what's your favorite you know neil album what do you want to come on the podcast for right and i'll spoil it right up front zuma is not my favorite oh really i picked zuma because this is like the underrated gem for me like this is the one that i was like not as familiar with okay so i was like you know what it's gonna be fun to come on to get more familiar with it in the lead up to it okay and then be here for it like i don't know that's why that's how i picked it because i was like on the beach or or tonight's the night, which are probably Those are my your... favorites. Okay, they're so. I mean, that's like just well-tread favorites for everybody. And I was like, "Wow, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." So I just figured I was like, "This will be more fun you, to learn is... about a new album." That's cool. Yeah. What is I hope your that's okay. What is your top? <laughs> what is your favorite? Oh shit! If you had to, is it on the beach? It's not my. Fa- I think my favorite is. I think my favorite is. Everybody knows it's nowhere, that's and I didn't want album. see. So that was the one I was going to pick, yeah. but I was like, "That's the second album," and let them get their feet underneath themselves right. for a podcast. So that's when I like moved off. Well, to, thanks for doing that. Yeah, we hey, appreciate you, know, you giving us absolutely. that space to yeah, be, to you, mature. We did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm so gracious. I'm yeah. a very gracious youngster. Really <laughs> a, a gracious Matt, youngster. Matt Lacaraza, the gracious the gra- youngster. The gracious youngster. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody knows this is nowhere is still my number one. Yeah. yeah well, that's absolutely. what I wanted to ask you guys if you could rank them. Oh, boy. I don't know about this one. Well, Our D'Angelo's I should have said before. I should have said before. <laughs> Fucking D'Angelo's don't ruin my question. <laughs> I would I, I would say when we get to ten, we should definitely do this. We should tr- do our best to rank them. But yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if I could do that right now. Yeah. I feel like I that changes all the time for me. That's what yeah. I've been like thinking coming into this. So every everyone knows this is nowhere's my number one. Yeah. Then I'd say tonight's the night. Then I'd go after the gold rush. So you've then I'd go this. on the beach. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to think about I couldn't do it right now off the top of my head. I don't think I could. Could you? No. Yeah, I couldn't right now. Well, everyone knows this is nowhere. Tonight's the night. See, I go after the gold rush, and honestly, on the beach I go next. Really? Really. Yeah. See, yeah. on the beach wouldn't even make my top five. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Russ is uh, not near his mic. Cause he, Shut up, Russ. Go Russ, get your D'Angelo's. <laughs> you ordered D'Angelo's for me and him. <laughs> Yeah, and I yeah think let's 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 save the ranking. Yeah, for, you guys. Yeah. You know what? Let's save it, it for the. You know what? We should when we do. Well, are we still going to do like the decade long? So. May you run yeah. kind of mixed. Yeah. Let, let's incorporate that to up to that point. That's yeah. the ten year right mark. We'll we'll do it up. Try to rank them up to that point. I like that. Okay. Love yeah. it. All right. But Zuma Zuma is going to be in my top five. I can already tell that. Yeah, Zuma. I love this album. Well, this is. I'm glad I picked this. And did it the way I did. I know that's kind of a pain in the ass because maybe I have less important things to say about it. But I'm glad I did because this album has really grown in my estimation. It's like, I, it's rad. I feel like this is the album 
where he, like, all the strings come together, and it's like, no, now I know. Like, I feel like to this point in his career, even though some of his best albums are before here, right? he didn't know, like, what he was doing fully. Like, he was still growing. Yeah. And this is the record where, like, everything comes together. Right, the, the Neil Young, like, we know today, at least the yep. Neil Young with Crazy Horse is starting exactly. to fully form, especially his guitar. Right. His, right. This is one of his best guitar yes. albums ever. Yeah. And it's also the first album where that signature sound to me yep. really come you get a little bit of that on southern man you mm-hmm. know that squealing Do kind of you mean of, like neil individually or like crazy horse no i mean neil's guitar playing okay is is just fantastic on this record and it, and that that sound that it's like a it's such a like a crazy just screaming like Hurt coyote wailing, <laughs> yeah. trying to chew off its own leg yeah. from a trap. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like howling, so, like a and, and, shit. But but like howling. you listen, to, it's it's evolved obviously since. But this is like the 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 roots of the sound he you has don't now. Think he had that yeah. in like down by the river or like even no like, no no. I don't. He, he, his playing was great. Yeah, but it's not this particular sound. Okay, this sound no, like I agree. Yeah. Now this, it's like it it he, he, if, correct me if I'm wrong. If, He's using feedback in a different way now too. Yeah, is he? like if you listen to Danger Bird, it starts with that yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Fucking love yeah, song. yeah, it's, it's so like, good, dude. And he's he's a master of manipulating. Yeah, the feedback. but I, I I agree that I feel like this album is when you're really starting to. Yeah, he he did it before, but it's something. Just listen to the listen to some later stuff like listen to Broken Arrow or listen to like Weld. Yeah, yeah. and you know. His guitar can just split mountains yeah. right down the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, it can carve out fucking canyons. Just each note is like just a just just another heaving fucking axe just coming down and, and just yeah. and yeah. then at the same time he can manipulate the feedback to make it just this beautiful yeah. you know, like whale song almost. Yeah. You know? Like Especially- a like a whale song from the whale that David Crosby got the bones to make his comb. Probably. Well, that's probably the inspiration, that's, Luke. That's how they do it. Right? Neil kills the whales with his guitar. He lures sound. the yeah, whale like, in, yeah. and then Crosby roofies yeah, yeah. the whale. Yeah, that's it. Say Neil right. wouldn't. Neil yeah. wouldn't kill. kill oh no, he doesn't kill it. He, yeah. He's right. Yeah. Shoes right. I misspoke. He lures it in. Right. Yeah. Stills, kills, Stills the whale. kills it. Stills has nothing to do Stills with kills it except it. for the killing. Nash, Nash is asleep in a like woody in a grassy knoll. <laughs> right. right. And then yeah, Crosby was, Nash uses is the like, bone to right. kill Nash is like hanging out with the Keebler elves. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like not <laughs> yes. doing anything. Yeah. He's right. just like right. they, they bring in the bowl. They're like, You wanna lick the bowl, Nash? And he's like, Yeah, yeah okay. No, yeah. he doesn't even lick the bowl. He doesn't even lick the bowl. He doesn't even lick the bowl. No. Stills tears the whale apart after Stills thinks he Here's the whale saying that Neil's solo album is better than Buffalo Springfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything gets, they ever did. He gets, and he gets, yes. and he gets, you know, because he's so fucking coked. He up. screams Manassas as he hits it with a. <laughs> so didn't um wasn't there a weird timeline of events around this album being released? Like, didn't Neil he reformed Crazy Horse with San Pedro, then he left Crazy Horse because he was gonna get back with CSNY for like a little bit of a tour and then he broke up with them not broke up with them but called it off with them to do just something with Stills and then right after that album stopped doing shit with Stills and went back with Crazy Horse or something well all that but in a different order oh okay so they did that Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young did that 74 tour 
that was at the time the biggest money making tour ever in oh, the really? world, except for Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. They, mm. I think they made something like a couple hundred thousand dollars each. Wow. Bill Graham, who took over for Neil's manager, Elliot Roberts, who took over the tour, mm-hmm. he made like eleven million dollars, I think. That's insane. And he, that that was the first really big commercial tour. Joni Mitchell was on that tour. Um, and so there were like God. logos that like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young had, you pi- had like their own pillowcases. They had, huh. you know, all the drugs <laughs> and whatever they wanted backstage. And they were they So it was like the managers were making sure they had everything they wanted while they were kind of sweeping the money under the rug for themselves. Mm. And so that's why. And they didn't really play very well because they weren't really a band. They kind of just met on stage every night. Right. And there wasn't a lot of like hanging out as a band and stuff like like Neil. Neil was like obviously the most like aloof, D <laughs> you know, DIY guy. Yeah, he had like his own old fucking car and he drove around and he kept a typewriter in the back. And he's like anybody who drove with him, he encouraged them to write something down awesome. while they were in the back and stuff. And he wrote a Neil lot. He, yeah, I know, fucking Neil, right? The original man. hipster, right? And he would he would yeah. get back there and write a lot of stuff too. And and um, he's like, take a Polaroid of me and you in the front. Seat. Yeah, and then like <laughs> you know, he brought his son Zeke on that tour with him, and. Um, but it was just a, they just didn't play well. There was a lot of infighting. Yeah. So what year was that? That was 74. 74. So after that, um, he wanted to get back with Crazy Horse, and I forget how that happened. Um, but they tried to record something at Chess Studios mm-hmm. in Chicago, because who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. You know, record where fucking Muddy Water recorded yeah. his records, you know? Yeah, it's cool. And um, so that's where Frank San Pedro came in. Is so, he from where did he come from? Frank where, San Pedro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about Frank because this is your first taste yeah. of Frank San Pedro, uh, the guitar player and the guy who, uh, at at times Neil Young and even Ben Keith called him the glue. Mm. Like he was able for for through charm or wit or whatever, able to keep people together, working together nice. somehow. So Frank San Pedro was like, he was born in Virginia, but then his family moved to Detroit where he got into a shitload of trouble as a teenager and he went to jail and he you know, sold drugs, totally involved in crime uh, and to the point where his parents said, you know, get the fuck out of here. So he moved to Southern California where he pretty much did the same thing and he was going back and forth over the Mexican border, you know, bringing in drugs and stuff like that. He was involved in a lot of shady business deals and uh, apparently he much like David Briggs was able to wash the wall with women. Those are his words about David Briggs, not mine. <clears throat> so appara- yeah, apparently the he, wall. Yeah, apparently he had he had a lot of girlfriends and stuff. So he Poncho met, did. Yeah, Poncho. So he met Which Bill. Is another, I, I don't know if you're keeping that in, but that's another name for Frank Sampinger. Right, yeah, they call him that's Poncho. Yeah, yeah. So he meets Billy Talbot at a party, and they go off to some room and start playing guitar together. The bass player for Crazy Horse. Right, thank you. And he'd been playing, like, San Pedro had been playing guitar in bands since he was a teenager. Yeah. He's just never really pursued it seriously. He used to play, and you're probably, I'm just, I, I hate to cut you off. No, that's I feel right. like he was, one of the, my favorite things I read about him is he used to play along to Everybody Knows This Is yeah, Nowhere. Yeah, that's right, wow. yeah. It's just so fucking cool. Yeah, he loved that album, and, and that's how he learned how to play a lot of the guitar. And so, to me, you know, Billy Talbot, you know, was a, it's a huge thing. So they, 
they got into a room, they started playing guitar together, they hit it off. There's probably a lot of drugs involved because uh, Poncho was like pretty known for just doing every drug he could possibly do all at the same time. Which is so funny. Weird to be... after tonight's the night. Well, like I've always right? like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I keep going back to is this guy yeah. replaced Danny Witten. Right. Who Neil literally wrote three albums about. I mean, not completely, yeah, but much. like no. But he was there. And, and yeah. And about how he like he misses him. He misses him. He felt responsible, felt responsible for his death. Yeah. And you know like just how that he, awful the heroin the is. Done, like, yeah. mm-hmm. And then he hires a guy who I I read when On they track to when do they the were same thing. And also doing the same thing. I read one of their first tours when they, I think when they were touring Zuma in uh, Europe. San Pedro. Went to pick up heroin with Neil in the car, and that's the story I brought up a few weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Neil, Neil jumping, jumping out, out of the, the car. car. Right. It was yeah. fucking the guy who replaced the guy who died of heroin trying to buy heroin. Jumped out of the car, and the typewriter fell out behind him. <laughs> oh yeah, and the whole album's worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. so they bring uh, Poncho to Chess Studios without telling Neil. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they said, "Hey, you got to give this guy a chance." He's pretty cool. Doesn't say like, oh, he's a great guitar player because he's not. He's just yeah. this guy's really cool. I think you'll like him. And so yeah. they get together and they try to record some stuff, and it's just a complete fucking mess, and they can't do it. So mm-hmm. Poncho thinks that's his fault because he's not a great musician. So he goes to talk to Neil. He said, "Look, I'm real sorry. You know, I don't have to be involved in this." And Neil said, "No, no, no. This is good." I like what's going on here. And he's like, listen, we'll get back together and we'll do some stuff together. Only Neil. Right. I Neil like, saw no, I something. I like what's going on, that, that this is completely yeah. falling apart and right. is terrible. Total waste of time and money Yeah, in no, studio. I love that. Right. That's yeah. great. <laughs> no, this is good. <laughs> this is a good thing. That's an FNM moment right there, too. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's how Frank came into, into being. And, and apparent, you know, apparently he was just a, a, real, you know, a real wheeler and dealer. And he had a lot of criminal friends, as mentioned earlier. A couple who offered to, you know, take out Neil for dumping Crazy Horse for a tour. <laughs> you know, so fucking nutty. I yeah, know, right? Neil lets him in the band, and yeah, his friends right? are like, and "You want us to kill that yeah, you guy? Take him out, Frank." <laughs> but not only let him in the band. Apparently, he rubbed Neil the right way eventually because he stayed in Crazy Horse till Until like, like a few two years, years ago. Yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. Right, and he worked with Neil. On other stuff without Crazy Horse, like Neil Young and the Blue Notes. Oh, he's okay. in Blue Notes. Yeah, Poncho. Poncho was like a big part of that. Uh, apparently, Weld. Poncho mixed Weld. Oh no shit. Yeah, and well, like but we didn't hear it because um, <laughs> Ralph Molina, I think, didn't like it, so he went back in and remixed it, and oh, Neil wow. went with that mix, and that kind of, yeah. wow. you know. But after that time, where the, his friends offered to take Neil out, uh, Frank San Pedro always said. Crazy Horse was my second thing, because from that point on, I realized that we could just be tossed away like nothing at any moment. Uh, okay. So oh. he always had other business deals. Business, I'm using the bunny yeah, 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 yeah. deals going on that that would, you know, bring in some money or something like that. And what's interesting to me is like, Crazy Horse was such a unique sound, and this sounds different with San Pedro, but. Still is very much Crazy Horse in that it's just that loose, like, you know. Well, I think that's just so much of that has to do with Billy and Ralph. Right. Just because they they know Neil so well, and they've played with Neil for so long. Mm -hmm. And and I I know Neil has quotes in particular about, like, 
playing with Ralph as a drummer, you know, and then also Billy. The rhythm section means a lot when it Mm -hmm. comes to this type of sound. For sure, yeah. And uh, so I think that a lot of that attributes to to those two guys. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been they've been steady the whole time. Yeah, you know, because it was Nils that took over when Frank left. Yeah, I believe. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has and, Nils um, played with him between Tonight's the Night and now, like on record? Um, he may be on Trans. I know Nils was How in the touring. How do you feel about touring. that album, though? He was in the. T- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. He was in the touring band for that okay. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's played with him. I know he's played, yeah. but I don't yeah. know about on record. That's what. I was yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's I actually don't know that either. Because yeah. I'm kind of trivia. I'm going the youngster. Yeah. Yeah, let us know, youngsters. <laughs> let us know on Reddit or our Facebook page. Get out there. Yeah, youngsters. or on Twitter, long, at Long May You Young. And yeah. this is the first album, supposedly, after the Ditch trilogy. Right. Right. And, which, and which, the first Crazy Horse album since everybody knows this is nowhere. Yeah, the first, like, full-on Crazy right. Horse is album. Is this the first one that he credited them? <laughs> like, on the album cover, it says Neil Young, and then it says Crazy Horse right below. No, I no, think every, he did that, and everybody, everybody knows, knows Did he nowhere. say that? Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's yeah. on there. Also, we we forgot to mention the album cover uh, for Tonight's the Night. But we had briefly know. gone over it um, on, picture Neil. on the beach. But Well, we were going to talk about every album cover. Oh, that it was, so. like, it was... Paper? Is that what you're talking about? That well, we, we talking just about we tried to always talk. We we were wanting to talk about each album cover. So I was just going to say maybe we should spend some time with it, but we don't. You want to do that now? On because it's tonight? a pretty funny story. No, well, on Zuma. Well, we, I was yeah, we say should this talk about Zuma, but I'm just saying. <laughs> obviously, we should talk about Zuma, but I didn't know if we should talk about tonight's tonight. I Russ, thought we did because I brought up. The, we did. Russ the, is shaming but me because I don't was, own tonight's tonight. On no, that was it was because I thought we talked about. I think you talked about it as a youngster. Okay. On, right. Not on our. Not I think on you talked tonight's about tonight's, tonight's the night. Hold on, let's go to the youngster. On, yeah. All right. As a youngster, um, <laughs> I think you guys talked about the tonight's the night album cover during the on the beach episode. Yeah, so that's for, oh, okay. that's for all you youngsters right. following along at home, <laughs> right? Um, please jot down that if you'd like the tonight's the night yes. album cover coverage. You're going to have to really, go to the On the Beach I really, episode. I really go back and forth with it. Like, sometimes someone will say Youngster and I love it, and then other times I really do cringe a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cringy. I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. Oh, I'm, I think it's, I think it's pretty great. Let's, uh, I think, I'm McDonald's-ing it as our, as yes. our resident Youngster let's, came in hot. Up, up, let's, put it, let's put it on a trucker hat, and then we'll see how we feel after that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm a Youngster. Yeah, we talked about I tonight's night think, being printed on yeah yeah and the um, glitter packet yeah, on blotter paper stuff. so that yeah. it would deteriorate over time I think in a natural awesome. way and stuff. And it's yeah. just a it's a picture of Neil doing that water face character sort of. Yeah, he's got the glasses the on yeah. and the seersucker jacket yeah. and Welcome to Miami Beach and yeah. you know it's a but cool it's a cool album. Why is Zuma, it Waterface? I like that name. What was I think I think it's because of because uh, he was like crying. Yeah, I think that's what that means. Like, so he has the glasses on to like cover the water face. Sort of yeah. Well, I had said too that I, I'm pretty sure his astrological sign is a water sign, and I didn't know if that oh, had anything funny. to do with it. It's too bad no one told him to not cry any tears anymore. Yeah, or at least around don't cry, me, don't cry, no me. tears. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that up. <laughs> uh, the Zuma album cover, though, 
Love so, it. It looks like he drew it on a napkin in like 10 minutes. Well, he drew it. Like, he didn't yeah. draw it. I thought he, he did. No, no. His friend, he has an artist friend named Mazio. Yeah, that's what, it's, that's right. what I but read. But I read yeah. that I read that he drew that picture. No, he didn't draw the picture. Mazio drew, Neil told him all these ideas he wanted. So Mazio drew up like five or six sketches. Gotcha. To, just for Neil to approve before he continued working on it. Mm. And Neil grabbed the one that's the cover of Zoom and said, this is it. This is perfect. He goes, okay, I'll work on that. He goes, no, no, we're using this. Yeah, that's why it looks He's like, like well, that's something just he drew a, in 10 minutes. Right. It's like, he said that. <laughs> yeah. He said he got paid like five grand for 10 minutes worth of work. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's like, and, and he was like, and well, this amazing. is just a sketch. Yeah. yeah. And, and Neil's like, no, this really, this is it. This is what we're using the right fucking here. Mi- there's like a middle finger bush, yeah. too. It's a cactus. Is it, yeah. is it a bush or is it a hole in the ground? <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, it looks it's like a hole in the ground with a middle finger cactus. Growing out of it, yeah. Do you see the jacket, the disc jacket? Too, it's got he's got little sketches on. Did that somebody yeah, say jacket? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> these are probably the other sketches he had. Neil's like, yeah, we'll throw these in too. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> the big, big and the late, big yeah, the lady with the big boobs yeah, through the yeah. sky. And the, that, that's Danger Bird. Yeah. Is that? That's what I always thought too. But that and that bird's beak is here's, absurd. Here's Cortez, the killer, the ship in the background. Oh, yeah, the I didn't ever yeah. think about that. Yeah. yeah. There's the is mountains that, where the mountains meet the meet so the So is sand. that Carrie? I don't know. Did she have? Uh, she's in this album. I don't know. She's she's, in, she's all the, this whole oh, almost yeah. every single song is about their it relationship was, here. It was interesting listening to this like after li- listening to you guys' podcast because it's definitely apparent through this that he's like heartbroken and single again on this album. Yeah, it just like so. comes through. Yeah, yeah. This well, this not like a me, it's not like a whiny album really but there's that like heart sick it doesn't to me it's to more me. yeah it doesn't necessarily feel whiny it feels more like Neil is asking the question what really is romantic love right. and how do I do it yes how, where do how, I find yeah, it yeah what, what is it yeah and yeah, yeah. why am I so fucking bad at it. <laughs> Right, yeah. And There's why, a lot of and, that. There's a lot of like, why, how come I can't make yeah, it work? And yeah, why yeah. are the other people bad at it? Yeah, yeah. You know, is there any way to do this properly? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's for sure about love. It's just right. more of like a questioning. For sure, yeah. Well, he said that this was the first time in his life around this time where he got out of a relationship and didn't want to just go ahead and get into another one. Yeah. Okay. You know, so he, he kind of, and if you read up about the, how they were living around this time and around the recording of this album, that's very true. There was a lot of women, you know, going in and out. They were going out to the bars every night. You know, uh, Poncho was quite the ladies' man. He's a good-looking guy, and I'm sure with Briggs, I've never seen him. Poncho's I don't know what he looks like. I, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Poncho was that picture. There's a picture of them all standing by the boat. Poncho's a good-looking dude, right there. But that that was definitely going. There was, and you know what? This album, you know, so you have time fades away, and then it gets. If you go in the order that it, that it really went in, yeah. When then it, you went tonight's the night. It it was just got it's just got really like angry and then kind of like murky with all the tequila and then there was the honey slide album with on the beach, yeah. And that was just kind of ethereal and kind of layered and and dreamlike. And then yeah. this that you throw this one on and you know what this is? This is that eight ball. This yeah. is that six thirty in the morning. I've been up all weekend. I got to go to fucking work. Let's get an eight ball. Get me through this fucking Monday. And it's yeah. like, pow, it's bright. Yeah. It's like super like 
crunchy. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's sonically, it just wakes right up from the very from the very first, even through the slower stuff. So I I originally disagreed with you a little bit about the order. Not not disagreed, but like I said, I liked how he released them. But hearing Zuma throwing that into the mix, I think you're. I think I tend to agree with you more that maybe on the beach should have came after because that on the beach into Zuma. Is right. A yeah. real, it's like a real good way. You know what it's like? like it's that. like you've been sick for like a few days. I don't know if you guys yeah. experienced this, right? So you, you've been in bed for a few days and the shades are down. And you've been trying to sleep or whatever and you're yeah. gross. Yeah. And you feel a little better and you open up those shades and you open up the windows and that yeah. fresh air comes in. The light comes in. Yeah. This is what Zuma is to me yeah. after the Ditch Trilogy. It's opening up the shades and the windows. I like that. And then getting back out there. Even though he's still heartbroken yeah. and yeah. he still feels like shit, he's like... Like we talked about it on the beach, he's moving on, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's he's going on with his life. He's going to drag all the baggage with him, but he's going to, you know, he's going to live life now. He's going to be more alive. Yeah. You know, and, and it feels less like blatantly emotional, and it feels like workmanlike in a like in a good way. He's like, let's get this done. Like this is yeah. Like like I want to make a rock album. Yeah. Yeah. And right. It, it, yeah. yeah. It feels like he's like, all right. I was it, saying this before. I don't yeah, know if we're it, recording yet. It's like. He learned all this stuff, and he's like, all right, let's put this together and make it the best. Right. Yeah. I'm back like with the guys act- I love working with. Yeah, yeah. You know, it I know there's not going to be no bullshit. Or something. I don't yes, know how that's to- a good word for it. Yeah. Cleaner. Yeah. I was going to say, Less this, murky. this mm-hmm. album is definitely a little cleaner, which is weird that it's with Crazy Horse, right. and it's yeah. cleaner. And I don't it's, yeah. t- I don't, it's tighter. It's, I don't, the sound is cleaner. I don't yeah. mean yeah. that to take away from the it, previous I was also like evolved. It's the most professional sounding in a while. To this point, Well, I wouldn't go that far. I want to quote the the uh, great no. Carol King. Yeah. After Neil, her, her and Neil were friends, and she, and he played Zuma for her, and she said, "I want to get this right here." Oh, she said, uh, um, "Neil, why don't you make a real record?" Oh, <laughs> hey, Carol King, why don't you? No, I'm just kidding. Now, first I'm of not all, gonna bash you, you can't it. bash Carol King because she's. It's not like she's some fucking ditz. No. Who's just no. like. You know, saying that off the cuff. This is a woman who went through Tin Pan Alley, wrote some amazing fucking huge hits, had an album that sold 10 zillion copies. Yeah. But her album, Tapestry, is everything Neil Young hated about music at that time. And that's why you've got Zuma, because he didn't want to make that album. Yeah. Eventually he did with fucking Long May You Run. But... (laughs) Like a year later. Right, right. I mean, you could say the end of this album is an intro... To that fucking runny stream of, you know, detritus. Long, thorny. Long, yeah. Of fucking diarrhea. I, I feel like the album she wanted him to make, like, comes around when it's, like, Harvest Moon. You know, like, that era. Of, yeah. Like, well, that's what everybody yeah, wanted. Because yeah. we were talking in the Harvest episode, that's the one Neil Young album everybody knows. Yeah. Because even the non-Neil fans have that album yeah. because of the songs. Yeah. yeah. And you it's know, just, like, immaculately produced. And it's the yeah. one that, like... But that's not why you love Neil. If you don't, if you don't like this, like, yeah, stop the podcast right now. Yeah, I mean, kind <laughs> don't of encourage actually, them. Actually, that. don't. Yeah. Actually, yeah, keep, don't. No, please keep listening. Be a youngster like me. I was just kidding, guys. <laughs> Can we talk about Zuma? Did you look into what? Yeah. Because I was beach? like, what does that even fucking mean? Well, Zuma Beach is that part of Malibu he lived in, right? Oh, okay. So he moved. Okay, he so got away from the ranch simple, because I, guess. It, yeah. he, I was just looking into what. And, like, I found that there was, like, an indigenous group of, like, hunter-gatherers from northern Mexico. 
in Western Texas. I, I saw it, this whole. There was like huh. when you look into Zuma, like just Google. What, I think I had assumed most of my life that it was just short for Montezuma. Right. Well, there's Me that. Too. Well, and there was that too. But yeah. I, I, I just wanted to see if I, there was anything I could. And I didn't know if you had found. Well, I found why he. Named I found it that both in those particular. things. Okay. It's that he he bought a house there. Uh-huh. He was like next door to David Briggs' house, who was right. a neighbor of Goldie Hawn. Hey, there you go. Uh, so Goldie Hawn was in the neighborhood. Uh, but that's that strip of beach. He bought, like, the last house there. That must have been a thing. That, that had that the strip of beach. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, Luke they, and I were just looking at each other The laughing like, chick. Well, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Kurt um, Russell was there, too. I mean, oh, if, geez, if David Briggs could watching. wash the wall with women, and Goldie <laughs> Hawn is a woman. Yeah. Um, but then there was the Montezuma Her thing, daughter, because this yeah. is, like, he'd always had this interest in indigenous people. And that yeah. story. And then Cortez the Killer is on yeah. here. Well, there... There's also, too, that I don't know if you saw this, and I'm assuming it's true, is that he, he, he says that don't cry, no tears, and and that also Cortez came from in high school when he had yeah. the Montezuma's, Montezuma's Revenge. Revenge which I couldn't, is, which I couldn't is basically, stop thinking about that every time I was yeah, watching. Which is diary, to, yeah. some crazy yeah. diary, which to you is just Long May You Run, the right. album. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah. But long, um, long may you have. I read runs. something different. I read that he <laughs> ate like five cheeseburgers before yeah. he went to bed, and then when he woke up in the morning, the words came to him. I love for Cortez the Killer. I yeah. was going to bring this up when when we went over this song, but I'm going to have I'm, that after that. D'Angelo I'm like up. getting really tired <laughs> yeah. of Neil, of his descriptions of writing some of my favorite songs. Well, yeah. that's why I said in the. What was it, the first episode? I'm so fucking tired of, like, no. hearing, <laughs> listening to Cortez the Killer again and again and, like, weeping at times. Possibly and, like, one of the best songs so ever. And he's just incredible. like, I had diarrhea. Yeah, and he's like, ah, I ate six cheeseburgers. And yeah, well, that's that's, that's why I brought that up in one of the first episodes. On, I was like, dude, let's figure out a way. Awesome. I love so, yeah. doing that. Because every time he'll get it. sick, he just, like, shits, literally shits out. Really great song, but I don't, I don't believe <laughs> yeah, him. Literally, shit. I love, awesome I too. love yeah. it because I just think it's like, it's it, it it adds to that mythos. Like, first of all, I do think you know most most people say like my best song came to me like nothing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Sure. And then it's like obviously this guy. I'm looking up at a poster of him while I say this. He's like unbelievably talented. So like. Sure, maybe he had the shits. What's funny to me about it is it's like, here's this song that most people are like, wow, it's this really deep statement on, you know, like, imperialism and all this stuff. And it's just because he, like, he, he, he did was a, pooping. He did a book report, ate six cheeseburgers, <laughs> yeah. Cortez the Killer. Right. Yeah. Had, a, had a, like, a, a, a meat sweats dream. Well, I don't think yeah, he, yeah. I don't That's think how he got so, Cowgirl in the Sand from a fever dream, right? So yeah. Cortez yeah, yeah. the Killer is a meat yeah. sweats dream. Yeah. Right. right. I also don't think he wrote the whole song. I think it was just the a part of the song. Did you guys? And, and because then I think right. he re he like because at the end he clearly it seems like he's saying in that sort of Neil time traveling vampire way he's like oh my love that when he when he says she's still she's still there and well, that whole well, line I'm like I gotta, is that about Carrie? Is I got a like, theory on that. Yeah, okay. let's let's wait when we, we get, get to, to the, the song. Get to yeah, the song. I have something yeah. on the song too. But yeah. you know the the album was originally going to be called Ride. Ride My Llama, I think. Yes. What? Yeah. That yeah. was originally the And it was going to yeah. be all songs about some kind of indigenous people in huh. some way. Yeah. But then as he was writing more and more and getting back together with Crazy Horse, that kind of went out the window. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. is any other song on here about 
indigenous. No, no but didn't he write like Poca- Pocahontas and Powderfinger around this time? Yes, I think so, right? Uh, was it? I thought, I know he wrote Like Pocahont- a Hurricane. Pocahontas, I think, was. Yeah, I know they, yeah, tried to, they tried to record Like a Hurricane during this time. Yeah, and, okay. it just, and it just wasn't happening. That I know. Yeah. When was that Pocahontas that they released? It Where did that tw- come in the order? It, of- well, he didn't release it till 2017. Right, but when was I don't it? Know, when he play, they would play that song live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, there's song, a bunch of live yeah. versions yeah. of Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. And it first is released, the song Pocahontas is on Rust Never Sleeps, right? It's on... Mm, I think so. The first time it shows up in a... St- in, on a record. In yeah, a recording. but it's, yeah. it's from live or for performance. Right. Yes. But I don't think he, release-wise, I don't think he mentions indigenous people yet until this album. Cortez the Killer. I um, believe, right? Or am I wrong about that? I can't think of it. No, he, he would have, for sure. I mean, we've gone over literally every song he's I know. released up I, until this point, so. I don't know. I don't think I, he had. I, I don't think he did. I, I mean, regardless, like, yeah, maybe, I'll... He it doesn't seem wear, right. It doesn't seem right. But he used to wear that like no. It doesn't. I feel like on the beach. Yeah. He mentioned something. He mentioned something on the beach. Yeah. On the beach. I, I, my I feel like there's is, something on gold. My rush. brain is a noodle right now. <laughs> I'm not just gonna play Dolan clips. Um, but play this is one. the oh. first. This is the first album that has that feel. To yes. me, it's it, it with the I mean, with the way the album is and and this like we were saying this sound this variation of Crazy Horse, this has that feel of like. Neil taking it way more seriously. It's yeah. almost right. as if Frank. Sam- make- it's almost as if Frank San Pedro showed up and said, "You know that new sound you've been looking for?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, Jimmy McDonough and Shaky asked him. He said, "What did What did Frank San Pedro offer you?" You know, when he joined the band, and he Besides said, coke. He, sa- well, he said, an ounce of good grass and some toot." My favorite thing about Shaky is. Is how he like whenever he goes to Neil's quotes, he always leaves in that. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when he said interesting, is always interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was also going to be called my old neighbor, which oh, I'm really glad that. he changed that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Ride my llama. I knew. But no, I didn't okay. Know my in last in last trip to Tulsa, there's the the whole Indian. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. corner, he starts with his arrow whole solo his career off. And with, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one yeah, of the I best. I was gonna songs. say, it feels like it's always been there for him yeah. because, I mean, well, he, whatever, it's appropriation. Yeah, but he, then wore he wrote, that trapper jacket when he was right, like, yeah. in, you know, yeah. He wrote broken. He did broken arrow yep. with um, yeah. Buffalo yeah, Springfield. Exactly. And he wore that jacket like. But I mean, the all of the Native American community embraces Neil and like everything that he's sort of done. And he supports them in a huge way. Yeah, no, he's. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Neil Young appropriation, I understand. Oh no, no, no! no. Like I wasn't like I, I'm. Yeah. Yes, but you know, I think it's important to also say that a lot of the the Native American community has embraced everything that yeah. he's done. Yeah, well, he's done a lot for them. Yeah. You know yeah. what's amazing is this, and I know it wasn't recorded near this time, but <laughs> this album came out a little over four months after Tonight's the Night. Oh really? Yeah. It's so crazy to think about. How Four quick months? the turnaround right. was back then. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he Can already because he already at that he during that time he had a couple of like he had homegrown. Yeah. You know, ready to go. Yeah. And tonight's the night so sat around for, everyone, for almost two years. Just to refresh you know? myself and and the youngsters, what would have been the release again in the it way they been, were recorded? It would have been um, after time fades away. Time fades away. Then it would have been tonight's the night. Okay. And then it would have been on the beach, right? Oh no! It would have been homegrown, homegrown, yeah, and then on the beach. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, this is the most confusing era for, like, trying to keep track of... So the order of recording was Time Fades Away, Tonight's the Night. Right. On the beach. On the beach. beach. Homegrown. Homegrown. Well, homegrown on the beach, right? Sorry. No. Homegrown, I believe, was recorded after after After. on the beach. Because he tried to... That was his his attempt at trying to get back to that harvest thing. Commercial sound, yeah. And he went back to Nashville and Elliott Mazer and all that stuff. Listening to it now, it doesn't even like it doesn't feel, feel that commercial. It doesn't, yeah. especially it doesn't with come like, any, especially I guess with like it Florida finished, and everything. But, yeah. There's like, oh yeah, you know, those little tiny weird. Yeah, yeah. with know, all the sound and effects and, and oh yeah. that little story that he yeah. tells yeah. in there. That's so and his singing, you know, and Levon Helm's crappy drumming. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. I know. Yeah, I will actually. I, mean, I learned I from Luke. I like the brown album, but I was <laughs> he looked cool right at you when he said it to Russ. <laughs> you know, I don't mean that. <laughs> I know, yeah. you know, I love Levon. Yeah. He's great. We all yeah. love him. Yeah, we love. He's not like he's as bad as you know, fucking Rush or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, but Robbie Robertson god. was right about Robbie Robertson is the biggest dick in the fucking. <laughs> yeah, but he's he, that dick can write a damn good song. Good come song. on, he now. didn't write all those songs, but whatever. Oh come on, oh. he didn't. All right, let's not talk. He let's had not help. He had help from oh. I don't know his bandmates. I can't no. wait for long. Yeah, those guys, dude, did, those guys had no talent. Dude, think about all of the. I hate you. <laughs> I can't wait. I know it. you're fucking with me, but I still. I'm like gonna defend. Those guys just start a podcast called Robin Robbie. Where you know, if it wasn't for Ronnie <laughs> Hawkins teaching them everything he knew, long may you band. <laughs> Thanks for welcome to an episode. Think of Big Pink band. is what I. Would yeah. Call. Think. Oh yeah, right. he's got it. Yeah. Got so that that came out shortly after. Tonight's the night. So imagine that. You got yeah. tonight's the night. You're living with that for a couple of months. You're like, wow, Neil's really fucked up. And, and then you sudden, get this. And this comes out. And it's yeah. like, wow. I guess he's okay. Neil, now. <laughs> Neil's, Neil's feeling better. So this was recorded after tonight's the night. Yes. Yeah. This was actually recorded after. And released. Recorded and released. Right. They, they recorded this at Briggs' house. And apparently Briggs had a big house. Yeah. And he had like five six bedrooms or whatever mm-hmm. but neil wanted to record in some kind of like walk-in closet apparently <laughs> it was the smallest room in the house of course so you know briggs is like sure whatever you want to do i'll just like wire up wherever you want to wire up and we'll mm-hmm. get in there and, and then obviously it's all live like neil likes to do yeah. it and like they would record it and if neil liked to take briggs would take that take mm-hmm. and mix it down right away yeah. oh wow and he did the, he did a little bit of that on um, tonight's the night. Yeah. Too. Once they got a take they really liked, he took it, mixed it, put yeah. it aside. Um, yeah. And also, you mentioned Dylan, Luke. Yeah. Uh, Dylan showed up one day. For, now, this is an interesting question. In these sessions? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so weird. Dylan showed up at Briggs' house. Now, Briggs, after a while, got sick of people like groupies and drug dealers and stuff coming in. So he, he like, it was his job to chase people away while they were recording. Mm. And so this van, I guess, pulls up in front of his house and someone goes and say, hey, Briggs, someone just pulled up here in a van. He's like, fucking, what the fuck? And he gets out there. And he goes, you can't come in here. You know, we're working here. And Bob Dylan gets out of the back. He's uh, like, hey, you don't he, tell me what I know. to do, man. <laughs> Hang in Kimmy, your head. Yeah, and Briggs I got is a like, problem, oh. I got a problem with this album cover. It looks like one of my shitty drawings. Well, <laughs> so Dylan goes in there and jams with them. And then he starts. On Danger Bird. Is he on Danger really? Bird? No, no, no. The, he, when Dylan jammed with them. No, he's not credited on it, this album. No, no, it, they never used anything he did. They, it just right, didn't yeah. work. It didn't so. work. But he started running through Danger stuff from... <laughs> he started running through stuff from uh, Blood on the Tracks. Oh, oh really? With them. Now, when did that come out? Uh, I don't know. That's I'll his... That's, that's, mm. 
in my opinion, That's his best album. That's the moment that he cried. Because, because you know what I think he was doing? I think he was trying to pull a little Rockets karma on Neil. He and like I me- you know horse, how that whole horse? thing about blood on the tracks is that he recorded it, didn't like it, went to Minnesota and found these like no name guys as his band, and then I didn't re-recorded know any of this. it. Oh, he and then he re-recorded it real quickly, and that's the version okay. we have today. This may if uh, blood on the tracks was seventy five. There you go. Zuma's seventy five. There you so go. He was I think he to was steal the horse. I think he was scouting out the horse. <laughs> he probably was. You know, and he was like, I wonder. Neil wow. loves Neil loves these guys. I love Neil. I want to see what, what all the hubbub is about. Maybe I can use them for blood on the tracks. Imagine what blood on the tracks would have sounded like with Although, Crazy Horse. I can't imagine it, no, Dylan I can't picture period that. with Crazy Do we crazy know when horse. this was recorded? Because the release, apparently, of blood on the tracks was like January of 75. Oh, okay, never mind. And the that. release of this was like November. Uh, yeah, November. yeah, but who knows? I mean, it's all floating yeah, around the yeah. same timeline, right? Like, so maybe he was sit on the shelf. I wouldn't. That, I wouldn't put it past Bob Dylan to check out oh, Crazy I Horse either. and say, "Hey, Dylan's, you guys want to make Dylan's an album a with shady me. fucking." I love Blood on the Tracks. Kind of I think it's my yeah, favorite. Blood on the Tracks is really good. Well, he. Um, I just can't imagine no. him fronting Crazy Horse because Crazy Horse is Neil Young. Yeah, right. right. Like, so you're just well. Like, he said to Neil, he said, "Quote: Your band has a good beat, but they can't play." Right. And then Neil Neil shot back, "Well." They can play with you, Bob, because this is after like he he had just played with them for like a whole night, uh-huh. or something like that. So that was an interesting twist. Yeah, I like that. I didn't you know? know that. I had no idea yeah, about that either. Yeah. That's great. That would have been awesome if, if, he, the history again. if he stole that band away, and then Neil had to call George Witzel and the violin player guy. It's like, can you guys help me out. <laughs> that would have been karma. We would have got more. Oh, get Rusty Kershaw. Yeah, get Rusty back. Dude. You should sick Rusty Kershaw on Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. We could have got more Levon and uh, Neil yeah, stuff. Maybe there's been. another timeline where that's yeah. happening. Levon and Rick. That's true. Maybe the, the went, brightest yeah. timeline. would be awesome to hear him with fucking with the whole gang. It'd with, be awesome. With I'd fucking yeah. Garth, dude. Garth yeah. playing his insane organ shit. Yeah. And and Richard banging away on the it piano. Never happened. That was why. I know. You know it was nice so to hear. Sweet. I was so excited to hear Homegrown. And I, yeah, we'll talk about. And you know what else? Uh, We mentioned Like a Hurricane being written, and they tried to record it this time. They also tried to record Country Home. Oh, no kidding. Which would totally fit on this album. I don't know if you guys know that tune from Ragged. It kicks off Ragged Glory. It's such a great song. Uh And if you listen to it, you can totally hear it on Zuma. It would totally fit on this album. I love learning about, like, which sessions a a song originated in. And the only one I knew about was Like a Hurricane for this one. Yeah, which makes... Like a hurricane would make a ton of sense on that. Yeah, there, I think. absolutely. Yeah. There's go, it sits nicely with uh, Danger Bird and Cortez. Yeah. You want to jump into it? Yeah, yeah let's, let's hit get it. into it. Uh, let me just hit the first one. Are you able? Are you playing that through Spotify on your phone? Yeah. Can you play it through the Neil Young app on high res then? I can, but it's downloaded on Spotify. I can't download them. Oh. So it's just gotcha. easier to Fucking just do Neil. it this way. <laughs> Fucking Neil. Get, I also get a Pono player or I'm leaving. The re- right. Also, the reason it's, it's on my phone is because I charged my those iPad are, last was, night and then no, my kids used it all day today. So that's why it's dead now. That's why I had to switch over to God my phone. Goddamn, kids I'm ruin everything. Fucking kids, man. I'm the ornery of FKM. Too. <laughs> uh, don't cry no tears. Is this the catchiest 
Oh, I love it's it. Very Neil Young yeah, song yeah. ever. I mean, it's Cinnamon Girl. There's a case for Cinnamon yeah, like Girl Cinnamon being Girl really good. The too. Loner could be catchy. Even mm-hmm. even um, even Walk On. Yeah, Walk On. Walk really On. Catchy. That's yeah. catchy. But this is like the catchiest. It's such a nice intro. It just like makes you feel like it's yeah. a good setup. Yeah, I feel yeah, like. yeah. But the rhythm section's just anchoring it away, yeah. and like, it's it it was in my head constantly. Yeah, it's been in my head constantly. That's I've like, had other ones in my head. This one's been in my head, but I don't know. Weirdly, like Barstool Blues has been in my head a lot. Well, that's just one of the it's greatest great songs ever. It's such a good yeah. song. Oh, really? But yeah. I agree. It's very. It's it's yeah. a hook for sure. Yeah. Well, this is the one of the one of the songs you mentioned that he wrote when he was with the Squires. Yeah, yeah. In high school, yeah. I was gonna say this one doesn't feel like a Neil song, so it makes sense to me that it's an earlier. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't like. It's so simple. It has a yeah. pop feel it's to it. It's a pop feel. But Crazy yeah. Horse takes away all that yeah. kind yeah, of pop yeah, yeah. sheen to yeah. it. Yeah, it's not like other this stuff is that he's one, writing this around. Is, this is we time. we talked about the sound and the cleanness. As soon as I started this record, I was like, "Oh, this is diff. This is different." Yeah. yeah. Especially after, like, when I talked about tonight's night and how loose that fucker is. Right. Yeah. This is not that. Well, what's funny about that is is the Whoops. night before they started recording. They all got together uh, at Neil's house, like Crazy Horse and him, and they they went through all the songs like acoustically and stuff. And Neil was basically teaching him the songs. And Frank San Pedro said, "You know, I thought we were just jamming. I didn't know like that was the time we had to learn the tunes." <laughs> and, then Nil, and then Nils Lofgren comes in. He's like, "Buckle up, man. Buckle yeah. up." Nils, <laughs> no, then Neil made Frank San Pedro play the tuba. <laughs> <Just Yeah. above. laughs> He had a xylophone right. solo. <laughs> you like the xylophone, Poncho? Because Ben Keith was there, and like Why he wasn't ben, doing any. That's any... my biggest issue with this album is I miss Ben. I miss. Yeah, him. but I don't. They can't all have Ben. They can't he wanted all. a certain sound, and it, it would have sounded anyone different. Else, I think it been anyone else? Anyone else? Imagine ben. his slide. Like in my head, I, there's certain songs. I can on this hear album. it all through my on through my sales. Th- there's yeah. certain songs on this album where I'm, I just. I can hear it. I don't miss in it in my though. head, and I'm like, oh, I wish I heard. I wish I could hear this slide. Here. I don't. I don't miss it. I I, maybe I'm looking it. for a love because that's kind of that has a country. Sales, yeah. I could hear like, it. That one was but, one of the ones. The big yeah. ones are. Oh, I, was I love it. It wouldn't be the same though. I mean, it, yeah, it, no. it's it's got to be just the horse. It and wouldn't Neil. be the same because like it good... isn't. But when I imagine it in my head, I still dig it. I this know. is such a it's such a crazy horse record to me. It's like, yeah, of course, in a way, because the other one, because everybody, and that's my favorite one because that's a, uh, you know, Danny. Yeah. Everybody knows it's nowhere because that's a Danny record. Like it's, it, it's its own thing. But to me, this is like the first time the the horse, the horse that we know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where it like comes about. And, uh, that's just a gracious youngster's opinion though. Yeah. That's just a great, the gracious youngster. As a, as <laughs> the gracious youngster. A minute ago, you guys missed it. I called myself an ornery Oh. <laughs> which oh. is weird. Yeah. yeah cool. I do love that he starts <laughs> off. Neil knows how to start a record. So musically, I think this fits. But I love that he just starts off like, I almost want to be like, we get it. Like, yeah. you broke up with Carrie. Right. Totally. You know what I but mean? he's also saying, you know, yeah. But I'm I'm trying to move on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the whole I, mood it, of the song. I think and, the whole thing you brought up the point of him writing this in high school, that's what this is. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's, like it's I wonder who's tune. with her tonight and right. who's holding her tight. Yeah. It's it's super yeah. pop, it's super But it's like those you know, are the songs. She's in the arms of another man yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. those are the tunes like he grew up with and those are the, the great songs are, are all 
pretty simple and yeah. they yeah. have to do with getting dumped Buddy or Holly, you know all stuff those, like yeah. that yeah, all that shit and that's you Not know shit. he's that this is like this is how i Call feel Buddy right Holly now shit. you know but don't cry no tears and and Carrie Snodgrass said she thinks the song's definitely about her because after yeah. they started had after they broke up the first time um, she would call and just always end up crying and Neil would be like just stop crying for God's sakes and, and just like hang up the phone he would phone. hang up on her right yeah uh, <laughs> well he wrote like in, a boss in Shaky in Shaky like a dick in Shaky, I know. He, he brings that in Shaky he brings that up that he he just doesn't know and he says a lot of it has to do with maybe he feels like maybe his mother manipulated him a lot because she would cry all the time and so when he got into relationships when a woman would cry he would just leave right because he didn't know what or how yeah. to to handle it, so. yeah, and yeah. that kind of comes up later with another tune, yeah, that we'll we'll get to. But to to me, this one, this one, it's a good starter. But then once it, and I I, I hate to go right into it, but once Danger Bird kicks in, oh, yeah. I just feel like this is a fucking. Yeah, this is a good album. There's such a, a contrast not, not between that, these two songs, right? Like, it's the contrast, yeah. and not that one's bad or no. Do you know what I mean? It's just like here's. It almost feels like it, it's so different, but he, not in a bad way. Well, don't, don't cry no tears. It's like a solid, tight little yeah. rock pop rock song. Tight, yeah, it's like almost a, like he tricks you. He like lures you in with this, and then he's right. like, "But this is like his I whole career, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, hey, totally. you like Harvest? Well, yeah. then ha- have some of this. Fucking or it's <laughs> like when he's trying <laughs> when he when listen to Ark. Yeah. It's like when <laughs> right. Yeah, it's exactly. like when Crosby needs needs a new comb. He lures the whale yeah. in. Right. You know? yeah. Right. He lures it in for Crosby. Stills is ready with his fucking jersey. And his hockey stick carved into a fucking steak. And his marine harpoon. Yeah. You know, this yeah. whale analogy is sticking just like youngsters <laughs> is. And Graham Nash just but I, eats I think all this the is, Thin Mints. This is a good tune to come out of the Ditch trilogy with. Yeah. Because oh, I agree. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. so deep. Yeah. It's kind of like, all right, this is going to be a little lighter. It's going to be a little louder. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be a little brighter. Yeah. It's like a, you know? it's like a, a childish, like, love song you know i mean well, wrote it saying. in it's high a simple, school so it's yeah, like yeah. it's a simple love song yeah. and it just explains how he, how he feels yeah, what yeah. he's going through yeah, yeah. but we, you know you want to get into the deep stuff let's get into let's danger, get in danger bird, bird. supposed to talk over the music clips but we got russ and uh Laco smoking some uh, stogies on the couch <laughs> just chilling out well another a part of uh, uh, why trying to make we, a point why we talk over it is we can't play a whole long thing right. legally and everything yeah but when we talk over it we, we can well and we, also it's so hard for me not to when i hear parts that i'm like fuck yeah you know it's <laughs> I like i just love that little it was great in the headphones the little like yeah when you listen to it on neil young archives and the high res oh i bet you yeah. really hear yeah. you can hear the fucking room you can yeah. hear each instrument yeah, yeah again oh, it's super excited. highly can, recommended for youngsters who yeah. are really big into neil and are are okay with spending whatever it's 20 bucks a year yeah, yeah if you're it, under 10 and you just have that 20 you know what you know what what <laughs> youngsters stop it you're not helping you know what honestly i just got I just got really upset at myself because that was the first time you said it, and I didn't like think twice about the fact that you just said youngsters. I know. The I first time thing. I did. I watched. Think about I watched it. both of you, my co-hosts, be like, 
Yeah, that was nothing. Like it, you didn't, fa- weren't phased by it's like that. Not at all. a good milestone. No. Save your allowance, kids. But then Matt ruined it. <laughs> I made it creepy again. He made it weird. He really did make it creepy. Yeah. We made it so creepy. Danger Bird. Yeah, what the hell did. is this song about? I have no idea. For fuck's sake. It's about I a think, pterodactyl. I think, yeah. I that think pterodactyl it is. on the cover of the album. I don't know. Don't ask Neil. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. He'll just ruin whatever yeah. idea you I had. I went to a Sonic, and uh, yeah. honestly, I love songs that like aren't about anything. Because then you can just you just think. like You're I, like, I don't know what he's talking about, but you can put whatever you want on it. You know? I like that. Well, here's, I think- a, here's an interesting takeaway. The first song, Don't Cry No Tears... Is him writing that uh, that we've already talked about being with his love is with another man that breakup mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. song right. type thing and he's he's young he's a child in that song he when he wrote that yeah you know he's in high school still this one he's a full grown man yeah and he's writing again about it, the there's a line when it's uh, the second he says. And we used to be so uh, calm. Now I think about you all day long. That's the moment that he cracked because you've been with another man. Yeah, so again, yeah, we yeah, go yeah. to the... And I think that's a reference to that Hawaii story we talked about yeah, with, where he went yeah. to, to try to find Carrie and she was out in a boat with some guy oh. who he called Captain Crunch and Shaky. Yeah, And like it. he got so drunk, blackout drunk that he got up on stage at some hotel lounge and played like a whole acoustic set and didn't remember a fucking thing about it. Love it. So I think that's a reference... To that Hawaii, to Captain Crunch in that Hawaii trip. Okay, but so what? Why? Right after he says, "Because you've been with another man," the line is long ago in the museum with his friends. There you are, and here I am. Yeah. See, that's the part. Well, Captain Crunch, he loved. He had a a cereal museum. (laughs) I think. I think this is one of those songs where, honestly, I'm not. I won't be. I wouldn't be as mad about a weird explanation of lyrics because it's. This one's a. Is the music to me? This one's the right. guitar yeah. to me, and it's actually oh, two—it's two yeah. songs that yes. they that they worked on, yes. but didn't really complete both. And like him together. and Briggs were like, "This would go good here," and they kind of put them together. Which One, is well, you can hear that too. Where they're, yeah. Yeah. can you? Or like the other guys are singing that other part. Oh yeah, but you can't you can't hear it in the midst. If you didn't know that, you no. If you don't it. look at the, yeah. if you don't read it the lyrics while well, you're listening, yeah. you're like, what? Which is why I think Briggs is so fucking good. Like. At as at producing and at just realizing I can take these and I can make these work together, right. and not lose any kind of yeah. spont- spontaneity in the well, sound. He, or they clearly like are, have like a mind meld him and him and Neil. You yeah, know? like yeah. they work really really well together. Like yeah. that's you know. one of the songs was called, and this is the most '80s synth pop title I've ever heard: "L.A. Girls and Ocean Boys." Yes. So, oh, yes, God. once again, proving Neil Young, time-traveling vampire. And he's super, super broken up about Captain Crunch. He That's went to the, the future. There's a, there's a ton he he of, came back with a skinny tie. Yeah, this yeah. album, yeah. Is this it, album there's, there's a ton of time-traveling vampire evidence in this album. <laughs> yeah. There I mean, really is. Well, besides Cortez the Killer. Yeah. Which he goes I'm back sure. to the 1500s. I think there's another song, too. It tells us what really happened. Well, I think that the, the Guys, danger... Guys, drop more stuff? I know, really? This, <laughs> the whole place is falling apart. Um... I think the danger bird, you know, his like, his wings have turned to stone. Yeah. I think that's like, I'm not as free as I oh, thought yeah. I was, or I don't feel like, you know, like I, you know, you always say, well, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. These are the things I use. I used to stay up all night, but I can't do that anymore. And I think that the whole ditch trilogy and that whole time period of dealing with newfound fame and how it jaded him and everything, I think that's what the 
his wings have turned to stone references because he still flies. It's so, just it's. I it's mean, heavier. we can all agree that Neil is the danger bird, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I unless totally it's one of those things that. where he's flopping back and forth. I think between he's flopping back and forth a little bit. Yeah, per, I think so perspectives. too. But I also think too, like sometimes when you're writing a song, like there's a lot of depth to it, and maybe even some subconscious stuff. And then yeah. sometimes you just get a great fucking line, one line, mm-hmm. and then it. And I'm talking like the melody and the lyric, and you just are like, I want to build a whole thing around this, and yeah. you just hear it more than you like see see it making sense lyrically. That's kind of what I get from the like the the chorus and the danger bird thing is yeah. that it's just like this works like danger bird is and then the rest of the stuff is like relationship stuff built yeah. around it that's the vibe that i, I get. can't believe this song i hadn't i didn't know this song until i listened to this album oh it's so good it's a great song yeah, yeah. this is a, this is the first song on the album where you can tell frank is here and he's allowing neil right. this new thing yeah. right I'm, he, and he's also on acid yeah, is well, he? This for, is, yeah. There was a lot of acid and cocaine. We graduated up so from money slides. Right. So then I guess talking about the lyrics are, is meaningless. Right, yeah. that's true, too. Yeah, you got to take in consideration that Can, um, there were a lot of drugs going around in these sessions, we're not a lot s- of cocaine. Well, this song know. is like really just like the horse is back, you know? Right. If we're not going to talk too much about the lyrics, let's talk about the guitars. Yes. I already know where you're going with this. Are you Can going we go Lou to read? The, the Lou Reed quote, we definitely got to read that. But also, can we just listen to some of it? Can you go to round 214? Yeah. yeah, like we were saying earlier, this is one of Neil's best guitar albums. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. His playing is so fucking good. This right here. Yeah. Ralph on the drums, too. Yeah. Just like they're just in This is, yeah, you can, yeah. This is where you can, you, you, you hear this, and for any real Nail fan, you see him On fucking stage, doing yeah. that oh, yeah. thing that he does where he's yeah. just swinging. Yeah, him and, and the guitar, and his, his hair, body are all He looks one. like a fucking Muppet, and his yeah. hair is just going. Yeah. That's fucking Neil, right? Oh, he's yeah. Like, he's just yeah. rocking. He's like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is bringing in a fucking blue whale for yeah. Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Seriously. That's, Honestly, yeah. you can hear the fucking spout as it comes. Right, yeah. Blue. He's like, yeah. Get I mean, out seriously. there, Steven, and kill baby beluga. <laughs> There's some serious... Wait, hold on. Is David Crosby actually Rafi? Yeah. Could they be the same person? Totally possible. Yeah. It is possible. <laughs> Can I read the, the Lou Reed quote? Yeah, I was going to read it, but go for it. Yeah. Uh, Lou Reed considered the guitar playing on Danger Bird to be the best he had ever heard, stating, It makes me cry. It's the best I have heard in my life. The guy is a spectacular guitarist. Those melodies are so marvelous, so calculated, constructed note by note. He must have killed to get those notes. It puts my hairs on end. Wow. Yeah, and that's from yeah. Lou, it's from Lou it's Reed. From Lou Reed. That's from I Lou Reed, when... who fucking hates everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or hated. I'm sorry, he's dead now. But I love it true. when Lou Reed loves something. If you've never read it, go on, on Talk House. He talks about Yeezus by Kanye West. Really? And it's it's awesome. Does he love it? Even if Yeah, he does. Really? And even if you don't like that album, it's just awesome when to hear Lou, Lou Reed die? Talk he about was alive it. for Yeezus? Yeah, we, he probably died like a year or two after that. Yeah, well, okay. he hasn't been gone too long. I thought Not it was like long. five or six years ago. Yeah, but that came out in 2013. So. Okay. Yeah. 
Hey, do, do yourselves a favor, youngsters. If you want to know what it's like smoking meth for five days straight, <laughs> listen to Metal Machine Music by Lou just Reed. Gonna, yeah. Just a side suggestion there. Well, th- this, that's listen, why youngsters. I like Lou Reed, because similar to Neil, yeah, like, very, yeah. he made Metal Machine Music because of the success of Take a Walk yeah. on the Wild Side yeah. and just said, you know what? Fine. Fuck you. Here's Metal right. Machine Music. The attitude is yeah. very similar to oh, Neil's. Yeah. I love artists who do that, who they're just oh, like, yeah. oh, you liked this thing? Well, guess what? Right. Which is <laughs> weird. It is kind of weird. Yeah, but, I love it. Yeah. I love it, though. Um, it usually I know... works out. If you actually like their music, yeah. you're like... No, this is cool. Well, that's yeah. why we we said we've said that almost every episode. Mm-hmm. I think that that's why we like Neil, right. yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck, yeah, and he's definitely not boring. You no. have no idea what's coming next, no. right? You know, yeah. and, and so even with those albums that we're sort of dreading, right? You can't say that it's not Neil because that's who he is. That's who he's always exactly. been. He's not going to give you what you yeah. think. You, you deserve or you expect. Right. Yeah. He's going to give you what the fuck he feels like giving you. So you hated Zuma, but you're still invested. Right. And yeah. so no matter what, if you just think that's the worst album he's ever made, right. you're going to still go check out the that, next album. And that continues know? to this day. It it's does. Like, it does Col- for me. Colorado yeah. didn't blow me away, but like I loved... Um, was it Peace Trail like a few years ago? Like, yeah. So every now and then he hits you with what Psychedelic Pill was... I know you guys have alluded to that. That's a great one. Oh, so, yeah. 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 He's still, he's taking left turns and, and keeping us interested. Yeah, so and doing day. what he feels. Yeah, he's just yeah. as relevant. And even know, he admits. albums in the 70s to like what he's doing right, right now. Yeah. And even he admits that they're not all great. You right. Know, he'll, he'll later on say, oh, that was a mistake or whatever. But he said, you know what, that's what an album is. I'm going to paraphrase him now that... You know, you make it, it's done, that's what it is, you can't change it, you just gotta move on yeah. and, and do whatever you feel mm. is should be next. Right. Right. You know. So just for the sake of touching on all the Neil themes that we all always sort of seem to do, mm-hmm. just as a thing, as a normal thing, I do wanna go back to the lyrics a little bit because I yeah. wanna talk about the freedom's just a prison line. Yeah. And just because yeah. to me it's that yeah. same duality battle that we've talked about time and time again with Neil. Um, and also in the, I keep bringing it up and I, I, I gotta just get it. This Johnny Rogan book where he goes through like oh, song Rogerson? by song or whatever. Yeah. He's, he, he says that the titular bird is a metaphor for a doomed relationship. So again, we there have the go. relationship like thing here. Yeah. yeah. And also I get relationships are tough, but also being alone and single is if not just as tough, you know, it's. So it's that duality thing to me again with these lyrics. And I'll read that, that prison. It says, and I, uh, and I know we should be free, but freedom is just a prison to me. With the rain pounding on his back, he recalls the moment that he cracked. Because I lied to keep in. Uh, I won't read all that part. But just that first part there is, I don't know if it's necessarily the same thing as what we talked about before with the fame and everything. But the relationship aspect is definitely there. And freedom being, you know, it's that same sort of thing. It, what's worse? What's better? What's worse? Right. Being single, being in a relationship where you don't know what to do when she, your partner starts crying. All these things. It's, right. Is that what he's, so is that what he's referring to when he says the jailbird takes the rap? I think it might be. Spread you know? eagle on the tracks. Yeah. And then there's the train reference. Again, again right, Another yeah, train yeah. reference. Yeah. And even though it's probably a small Lionel train. 
I was going to um, say, Luke, you know, it's, right. it's still time, the train references there. You yeah. guys talked about how he's into trains, but you didn't bring up. Have you gotten to the point in the book? He becomes the president of Lionel Train. No, <laughs> I haven't gotten like, there yet. Sorry, spoiler Jeez, alert. You know what? Forget <laughs> it. That's, that's like everything he does. The Pono thing, you know, the, the car thing, oh, shit. you know, the, the electric car thing, you know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. all that stuff. He he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it all the way. Yeah, yeah. He likes model trains. I'm gonna fucking buy Lionel. Yeah, you yeah. know. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be the yeah. president of the Lionel yeah, model yeah. trains. And another great thing you know. too about I actually these... own all dangerous birds. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the other bottom. You want great... a flock of condors on this island? I'll make you a flock of condors. <laughs> Jurassic Park. The other great uh, Neil thing is you brought up the Link Volt, right? And yeah. so the Link Volt was this old Lincoln that he had, and he. He made turned it into like an electric car, and he still drives it around today and does like tours with it and shit. Um, but what I love about Neil is that he sort of had this idea, and he met with like executives to try to start getting this electric car thing, some form of it going. Yeah. Lo- long before Tesla was oh, yeah. ever a thought. Yeah. And man. so, but the great thing about Neil is Neil. now he's <laughs> like now he'll I've watched interviews where he's just like yeah you know and all these guys have to just watch Tesla. And he just will say like Tesla's kill- Tesla's the did it you know yeah. that's great yeah. good for Tesla he's not yeah. he doesn't care he he's just like yeah if someone wants to do it fucking do it yeah. he's uh, he's he, a part of what he's saying is the reasons why I do this stuff is so that someone else will come along and do it better right like he doesn't yeah. mind failing no yeah. he doesn't and it's the same thing with progress. Pono is yeah. that he, he, he that that was the wrong attention. time for that because these big clunky. Sound yeah. devices were on their way out, and yeah. it was going towards streaming. But we have better streaming quality now and because of, of how right. because yeah. of how vocal. You can look into this. Neil Young has a huge part in why the streaming quality that you get now has become better. Absolutely. And there's yeah. other like when you use his app, you go through a, a, a system that has like some of the best streaming quality, and that wouldn't have happened without Neil's whole uh, Pono thing you know and so he doesn't mind admitting defeat as long as it brings us to a better place right. as a people it's like neil's the filmmaker he made journey right. through the past mm-hmm. he's like ah, oh, well you know i wanted to do it now i know i did it and yeah. now I, i'm gonna do something else yeah yeah you know and, and i'm sure and, there's been people who were inspired by that to make yeah. their own shit, right you know? oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's um he just does it all the way fucking neil man and he just neil pushes it neil. he just yeah. pushes. want to move on let's move yeah on let's do pardon, pardon my heart, my heart. Song breaks my heart. There he goes, Tom's right. I'll pardon your heart. I won't pardon you guys speaking. Mike's fucking fuming. He's just said, don't talk over it. Fucking youngsters. (laughs) Keep it until they brought it all on. Please would be nice. So Russ always sings with me. I'm sure you're about to bring this up, but it's one of my favorite parts of this song is because he he says you brought it all on and it feels so wrong, but then in the second verse he says it feels so good. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can you? I, uh, it's too late now, but I really love the intentional pauses in this yes, song. Yes, I oh, wanted yeah. to talk about that. It's one of my that. favorite things about it. Do you know where? And I think that's why. Or? And I was going to pose this to you guys: this or through my sails. 
Oh, this. I like this one better. This, this one, right? way, yeah. Luke's on yeah. the fence. I knew Luke would be the one. I think I'm would... through my sales. I, I had uh, a feeling Luke would be the holdout. But hold for out. me, this one, because a lot the of... We're a goddamn lot, jury. A lot of the reason why this one is I love those pauses. And yeah. I just... I don't yeah, know. I something like about the... Brought it all. The way that just comes... It, this this feels more like a, a Neil song. And through my sales is a, my cro- sales. Is a CSN song. Yeah, it's a yeah. CSN song. I think yeah. that's why CSN I, I like song. it. I, I like it. Feels. I don't know. We'll, we'll get there. But I, yeah. I would go the, through my sales over over this one. I love this song. They're I love this so stu- good. And it's it, just like really clean, good acoustic right off the bat. And yeah. It just it. Every song on this album to me like gets you. He he doesn't waste any time making you feel what he wants you to feel right off the bat. Yeah. Like instrumentally and lyrically. So. Does anybody what? else recognize a, sim- a similarity between this song and When You Dance? I know that's super weird, and I can't identify why. There's something maybe about like, the a chord change or, or the repetition yeah. or something like that. I don't that think it, I hear it, man. And no, listen to it again. It, it, think about it and okay. listen to it again. I know it's weird. But. Do you know the Pink Floyd-Neil Young connection? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, I, I, I actually know. I, re- I do remember that David Gilmore played on this, and Roger Waters <laughs> is... Uh, uh, right. He wrote When You Dance. Isn't that right? <laughs> the first episode where we don't bring up Pink Floyd or Come, I'm giving both of you guys $5. Oh, I wish I'd known that beforehand. <laughs> this is the first song on the album, too. I mean, I know we're only three songs in, but this is not Crazy Horse. This right. is Neil yeah. and actually Tim Drummond from the Gators right, yeah. on bass. Mm. Yeah. So Part of the reason goes. why Neil quit the sessions for that Crosby, Steals, and Nash and Young album in Hawaii because... It was a fight with Stephen Stills over how much Tim Drummond was getting paid. Much like in oh, Time really? Fades Away, it was like how much the band's getting paid. Right. And Tim Drummond said he wanted $100,000 or something like that to play. And Stephen Stills was like, you're full of shit. And, and, um, and then he asked Neil, how much do you pay him? And, and Neil said, I pay him what he's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that. Jeez. But I, I, the pauses to me make the song. I love oh that. yeah, it's I love like the it's the silence yeah. can be yeah. so much louder mm-hmm. than anything else, and I'm trying to figure out why they're there. Is it like is he stopping himself from saying too much? Is that what he's trying to do? Maybe with that part, my heart, he's sort of you know he's like raining. It's like a yeah. it means like he's raining it in yeah. or something like that. I think that's like what this song is. It's well, kind of like we. I was gonna say something, but I'm just gonna like. So we, we have a song. I wrote a song, and it's on our new album, Shameless Plug here. Luke and I are in the band Town Meeting, and our new album is called Make Things Better. And the final track on that album, which is a single, is called Silence Speak. And we have pauses, intentional pauses in that song as well. And it, the song is called Silence Speak, and one of the hooks is Can We Let the Silence Speak? Yeah, because silence can speak yeah. Yeah, and so, so much more. In so many different ways that yeah. has so many different meanings, but they're intentional there for that reason as well. And that is the uh, the vibe I get. Uh, I'm like Neil's doing something here. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. not that he like. Maybe it is. I, again, Neil would probably be like, "Yeah, I was just drunk and forgot the next line." But <laughs> the original title yeah. was "Pardon My Fart." That's yeah. why I left the spaces in there because uh, in case I had to pass I was, some gas. I was gassy. <laughs> I wrote this song when my record player stopped working. And I, just like, I also just it's yeah. such a real. It's just a really, a really pretty. Melody. Oh, it's gorgeous. The yeah. lyrics and are, are the guitar awesome. Guitar playing is is excellent, and 
But this the, is the silence is it first it kind of gave it a momentum. You know, the yeah. first one it was kind of weird. Yeah. Because it was a little longer than usual, and then the second one, and I'm like, okay, I, I kind of it's a pattern, and usually, like you guys are musicians, usually you kind of you you kind of stop things or you you put the silence in there to give it a kind of a swing. And I don't think he's doing that here. But no, but it does it does line up with the lyric because. And again, it's it it might it may not be intentional, and we're of course most likely just completely overanalyzing. But when he says you brought it all on, oh, but it feels so wrong, and I, and like you said, that first pause it feels kind of wrong a little bit, you right. know? It's yeah. or like he's he's pulling back, like and he's then raining the, it. Yeah, in. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, no, 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 I don't believe this song. You brought. I it love. All on. I, I, I just, was gonna bring that up. Yeah. I love that line. Yeah don't believe this song like yeah. he says it over and over again yeah. i love that like kind of like gaslighting himself like just being like yeah don't listen to me though like i'm i'm full of yeah. shit it's awesome like it, it, it is this where you i like that about him that he like just kind of takes shots at himself in his music oh, oh yeah he's oh, definitely yeah. critical of himself oh, yeah, especially yeah. about relationships yeah, he's always well, saying this how song can is i do a, better it, why it, did it, i fuck yeah. this up and, and the, that's and this, this song kind this of whole yeah. album yeah. this whole yeah. album like i said at the top especially with the the titular line pardon my heart if i showed that i cared you get one more you only get to say titular three times yeah. you've already said it twice yeah. well, and then who shows up did you the, see the, the titular t- monster? The titular, Did you the see danger the titular bird shows up? Yeah, the titular the danger, danger bird. bird. Well, it's a bird covered in tits. <laughs> Rumpel. <laughs> <laughs> then say it Mike again. Mike just blew the fucking... I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to say it again because I want to see this he titty bird. I want to see the titty bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, man. You did see well, the titular so the, woman on the cover of the album. because I want to see the titty bird. The titular... Oh, fuck! Shit, the titty bird! Here it comes. Oh, my God. Those are, geez, are the t- beautiful breasts. Guys, the titty bird has landed. Greetings, Russ. <laughs> I am the titty bird. Hi, titty Jesus bird. Christ. <laughs> we just launch into an improv real quick. Yeah, we can do whatever. Oh, jeez. Laco does improv. Did you know that? He, he does it like... Uh, you know what he doesn't do? Bring everybody else McDonald's. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Get quick, your own nuggies. Quick plug. What's your improv company's name? Oh, it's oh, called yeah. North Shore Improv now, dog. So there check us out. Yeah. All right. Right on, brother. Russ, is this uh, the song where you hear Ben? you miss Ben Keith? Yeah. This yeah. is one of them, this but is, I don't I know I'm... because yes and no because I love the pauses so much. I don't know if I would want to hear a Ben Meow on the slide, you know? <laughs> please, God, don't call him Ben Meow. Ben Meow. <laughs> Every time you tell me, oh, God, please don't do that, it ends up being a thing that people hashtag and love. Yeah. So, ben well, Meow. It sounds so like a Korean toothpaste. There's going to be eight. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. New Ben Meow. <laughs> if, Makes uh, yeah, teeth I'm wider. not going to do a voice, but Chew, you can feel free. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying that's like it has that feel to it. I want to do a little. Out. I want to do a little Korean. It's just a sigh song. Voice. Opa Ben Meow. Right? Yeah. There's going to be eight memes by John oh, tomorrow God, or on please, Thursday John. about a cat. A cat. Oh, oh, ben Meow. <laughs> well, I love that's Japanese anime, by yeah, the way. That's not Korean. Okay. Get it straight. Yeah, no, anyway, I know the, the, I know the, the, the line is, pardon my heart if I showed that I care, but I love you more than moments we have or have not I love shared. That. That's yeah, so, oh, that's, awesome. that, that's yeah. such a great line. Yeah. And he's talking about Carrie, and they're done. 
Yeah. They've and been just, done. That's and, why and, and you know is this else? the farewell album to Carrie? I, it, I think kind it is. Yeah. What is after this? I mean, do we Have get fun more of her after Jack this? Nietzsche. Well, the, the next studio <laughs> album after this is... American Stars and Bars, right? If you don't count Long May fucking... Yeah, American Stars and Bars, which is more of a patchwork album than this one is. You know, his all his albums are like patchworks. And this one has the, you know, the, this song and then the CSNY song at the end. But, um, but yeah, this is it. And it's weird that he wouldn't release Homegrown because he felt it was too personal. I know. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is like super, still very personal. This feels yeah, more personal we, to me, yeah. but I don't know. And yeah. we talk, you talked about how he goes to the, the good. That's right after that line. You brought it all on. Oh, and it feels so good. You brought it all on. When the love flows the way that it should, you brought it all on. I, and, I, and so... It, it's that again that battle with the duality of it feels wrong it feels good it's love flowing the way that it should but it doesn't and the moments we have and have it I, you know what i'm saying There's i also i don't believe he didn't this re- song no <laughs> i don't be- i don't believe that he didn't re- i don't believe he didn't release homegrown because he thought it was too personal the more we get into these episodes and the more i learn about neil the more I think he is in a constant battle with his own, he also like, just doesn't know dark how to. He doesn't know how to be an inter- yeah. in, in an interview. No, yeah, <laughs> you know, he gets in an interview and then he's like, "Oh, I'm but just gonna fuck I shit think, up." I think he just he struck- treats interviews the same way he does like albums, where he's like, "I'm just gonna say some shit that makes people be like, what?" Yeah. I think he, I, I think, think he struggles. What's he gonna say next? I think he struggles you know? like with like some real serious insecurities and just yeah. and he's so talented and he has a hard time. I don't know. So, like, he, when he, he records and records and records constantly, and he's like, I don't know if I want to put this out. He has to almost be, like, like pushed and pushed to put stuff out. Like, Yeah, well, he was – Rick Danko pushed him to release Tonight's the Night. Oh, he really? Said, if, you, if, you didn't, if you don't release this, you're fucking crazy. And that's after listening to Homegrown because it was on the same tape. Yeah. And so it just played into Tonight's the Night, and Rick Danko was like, what the fuck is this? You should release this. If you don't release this, you're out of your mind. I think he didn't release Homegrown because it's not as good as these. I think really, that, I, I like Homegrown. I, I I tend to agree with you. I there. think these are just better records. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I maybe. And do when agree I with that. when I heard Pocahontas, I was blown away, and I Pocahontas was like, "Why don't? Why insane. didn't you release this?" But when I heard I don't know, Homegrown, I was like, "This Hitchhiker. feels like a little." Oh, that's what yeah. I meant. Sorry, Hitchhiker. I always but it has it, well, it yeah. has Pocahontas. It on has it. Pocahontas on it. Well, there are songs I really like off of of Homegrown though. Love is a Rose oh, yeah. is such a smart song, and yeah, I don't mean to take away from that record necessarily. Even um. The, the first one that he released as the single with Levon on the drums. Try. Yeah, Try. That's, Love that's that really song. Good. That's yeah. a, See, that's really all good. about Carrie, too. And that's like that's yeah. like a positive song. Like, And that's yeah. during a time where he was. He he tried really hard to, to make Many it work things. again. Yeah. Yeah. And it just didn't it just didn't happen. Yeah. Even when like her mother finally killed herself, Gross. he was like putting her on a plane going. And uh, by the way, this is it. We're yeah. done. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I know your mother just died. But also. Uh, we're f- completely finished. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> All right, looking for a love. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not going to find one that way. No. Holy shit. You might find a leader. Yeah. yeah. I've been looking for a lover, but I haven't met her yet. She'll be nothing like I pictured her to be. You know, bring, keep it on. I want to hear this melody, this next melody. Right here, that sounds like a kid's like rhyme, nursery rhyme or something. I couldn't put my finger on it. 
the best of what I need. You can fade it now. Um, do you it's, know what I'm talking? It's yeah, no, I get what you're. I hear it. I couldn't think of what it was, but it's got that like. This was the it first song they like recorded. It's got that sort of yeah singy song. I, I really that. like it though. When I first heard it, I was like, "This is kind of it's fine, hokey," but I, it got stuck in my head big time. And I, yeah. I I don't know. I like I like this one. This song was like a revelation to me on this album. Not yeah. that it's like the best song, but like I really like it. I like the. It grew on me for sure. It seems like it's kind of like a mission statement for the album of like him searching for love and like coming out of a relationship it's from him i think it's him learning from his mistakes right this is this is what i would do next time around right yeah you know and i hope that but but it's also more idealistic about this potential lover of his sure that this person would be more tolerant of his Dark issues. side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He mentioned that directly yeah. too. The like the darker well, the side darker of me. Side yeah. me. I yeah. really love that. The, yeah. yeah. Me too. And, but I hope. But I hope I treat her kind and don't mess with her mind when she starts to see the darker side of me. Right. That was stuck in my. It's that like an admission of whole, guilt in this like exactly in this like yes singy songy yeah because song, that part it's where the, he admits like yeah. yeah but I'm also like and that pretty, part like, the melody up. changes yeah. there that's like. <laughs> Looking for love that's right for me. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to be. And then it ends with that, with yeah. the darker side of me. It's like a really light, it's a light poppy yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the but juxtaposition. It, it, of, I think yeah. it's too light. You know. this, I mean, this, is, this would be my cut song, if I'm being honest. It doesn't do anything for me. It's fair, I, I get it. I, 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 uh, I like, agree with you Got what you're saying about the sentiment, but I feel like he already said all that and said it way better in uh, Heart of Gold. Mm. I don't know. So you can't say something twice? I'm not that's saying a, you can't. I'm just saying I think. That's a good take. Yeah, I just I get what you're give saying. Give Luke a cookie. Thank you. No, I disagree that I think this is <laughs> hey, a di- you I think this to give is me a, a cookie. I think this is a Danger way different Titty Bird cookie, please. <laughs> this is Here's to- your cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Russ is mad. We only he, have scones he here. He's mad yeah. that he didn't get to voice the Titty Bird. Yeah, I, I wanted to little, voice the Titty no, Bird. No, it's fine. Wait, what do you mean do more Titty no, Bird? No, no, no. <laughs> um, th- this is another time traveling vampire song, though, <laughs> where he's what? basically saying, "I'm gonna meet some," you know, like, "Oh yeah, this is the girl I'm gonna meet." Yeah, you, is he talking wait. about Peggy or Daryl? Yeah, he's Darryl? talking about Peggy. Yeah, he's talking about. I've already but also this I've is already met about Peggy. Peggy. I can't believe this he... is this is him like taking on that danger bird. He is the fucking bird. He's flying around just like on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got this big old beak. And he's fucking picking up chicks and endangering with tits them. and you know and yeah and he's putting himself and them in danger and he's searching for someone he's trying to find the right thing but he doesn't know how to love he doesn't know how to love himself he doesn't know how to be in that kind of a thing. Are you saying I'm not good at love? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have so many tits. Look you're at just them doing all. you're just doing Garrett from Community Luke. Crisis <laughs> alert. I feel bad. Sorry, other youngsters. I know you didn't sign up for my. Oh my god. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, other than that, it's a catchy little country yeah. tune, you know. I I, 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 I like it a lot. I wouldn't cut it. I wouldn't cut it okay. myself. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't it's fine. Cut I, any of them. If I was gonna cut one, it would be this this song. Pl- and also, it's tied with another one. Which I have. We'll get to. Yeah, I have a. I have a couple songs. There. Well, can we move on then yeah. to to one of his greatest one of songs of all? One hundred percent agree. Love this song. Barstool Blues. This is the one Matt hates. It's funny that it's just not one of my favorites. Really? Wow. Just listen. Listen. I fucking love. That first line. 
I just like the way he the, the way he says that next line. I have seen you in the movies. Yeah. It's much more. Oh, I like that. Actually, he too, emphasizes yeah. that line. His, his vocal delivery on this song is like easily like the most confident like yeah. on the whole album. Yeah. Like you could, he's really like a gut. Punch. I wrote in my notes just to bring up his vocal in this song. Yeah, the performance yeah. is much more like. And that that melody is so amazing. Oh, it's great. It's it just fits like, so perfect. Yeah. And it, and it's like again, this is. Well, just to give a little background to this tune, he doesn't remember writing it. Of course. So he was feeling he was feeling like extra down one day. So Poncho was like, hey, Neil, let's go out and let's just go bar hopping and get shit faced, which they did. And he woke up in the morning and there were three songs. And this this was was one of them. them. Yeah. And he's like, totally remember, doesn't write. He doesn't remember writing this song at all. But there it is. That's pretty awesome. So maybe he didn't write it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but he, he said he doesn't remember. He has no idea where it came it's from. It's got to be because this this song fits the same theme that I was talking about before with him not knowing how or what to do when it comes to love, romantic love. Yeah, right. it's definitely on that theme. Yeah, and um, th- I really like the, the last, I think it's the last verse, the friend of mine. The, died the, a thousand uh, deaths. Yes. God, yeah. that's such a good line. That's, yeah. that's really, him talking. Once there was a friend of yeah. mine who died a thousand deaths, he, his life was filled with parasites and countless idle threats. He trusted in a woman, and on her he made his bets. Once there was a friend of mine who died a thousand deaths. And that's yeah. just the past, like, three years for him. And so, again, that yeah. same right Neil theme. To, talking about there, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. And isn't die a thousand deaths, that's, that's like a... Um, it's an expression for yeah, it's almost yeah. like a Where meditation. Is, a coward, like a coward a, dies a thousand deaths. Yeah, like, is that what it is? Yeah, basically, like if you're brave, you die once nobly, but coward dies a thousand. Right, because he misses because, those oh, chances because wow. yeah, he's yeah, a coward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and wow. so maybe yeah. again, ref, maybe referencing Danny, yeah, or Bruce maybe. Barry, yeah. Carrie, the fr- his first wife Susan. Yeah, you know all that yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. it's just there's like a lot of things he may regret, and that's what that is. And and. You know, if, if the parasites and the oh, yeah. and the idle threats, it's just I love this song so much. It's just the words, but it's also that melody the, where he oh, just man. takes it up really high and yeah, brings it back awesome. down. Yeah. And it's I great. love the and delivery. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I also, think you hit the nail on the head with the confidence. Yes. Well, it's yeah. because yeah. The, th- the the first line talk about we talked before about him being insecure or socially awkward. I mean that that first li- that first fucking line. Why my mind is moving so fast, but the conversation's so slow. Yeah. It, it, just the, the the opening line. If I could hold on to just one thought, you know. Right. And yeah. then he's not a small talk guy. Right. It's like, yeah. hey, what's your sign? You come here often? Yeah. yeah. No. I Did know. you see the? Do the... you watch TV? You know. <laughs> How about you... that new episode of Mannix? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like he's Crap. not that guy. No. You know. Yeah. yeah. He's looking no. for someone deep and yeah. yeah. Well, that can that can keep up with him. Right. And Carrie was probably that person for a while. Yeah, anyway, yeah. but there was so much other shit going on in his life. Yeah. Did you guys read yeah. the quote from Jimmy McDonough about uh, this? And Jimmy, no. he's not like he's, well, I did. Once, he doesn't but. just like like praise Neil for no like he's not yeah. just sucking his dick. Like he's 
you've read Shaky. He's pretty yeah, he's straightforward. Pretty cr- oh, yeah. yeah. He said, um, if God asked for a definition of beauty, I'd play him Barstool Blues. Oh, my God. That's why he's a writer. Yeah. And I'm just a fat, hairy guy <laughs> talking about Neil Young and fucking semen and titty you know, birds. You always talk about how you're hairy, but you don't have much hair on your head, Shu. It, it's all migrated to my back <laughs> and my ass crack and my ears. You want to see it? Yes. No, you do not. You don't want to see it. Stick a scone up there. All I got to say is fucking enjoy it now, guys. Yeah, give it, give it a few have years. Have fun with long it. Hair I, I used to make fun yeah. of Russ's man bun, but you know, if I had that hair, I'd have you, fucking. We'd all do it. You you used I'd to be... have that hair, and you wasted it on a mullet. We've all seen the t-shirts. Oh, my. Come on. That mullet was fucking solid, man. Speaking of that, uh, everyone go to Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan yes. and Mike Shue and buy their merch. Breakingtheicepodcast.com. There's a t-shirt of me with the world's greatest mullet. Better than Bono's. That will actually... Oh, that's a strong statement. That will actually oh, send people there, too. People will want to see Shue's mullet, for sure. You can own a t-shirt. Bono you had can... a mighty good mullet. Listen, I can't wait listen, to see Listen, Shue, we all know you once were a stupid girl. Oh yeah! Oh, How about that that's for right. a segue? That, that was, was terrible. That was, yeah, that was really. That was oof, boy. That's oh. why Luke's at the helm. Zuma on to that next track. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! That's the first one of those. I'm very oh, surprised. Man, I, I love this guitar. Been though. saying it all week. Yeah, love the right? guitar. Not my favorite song. Oh, yeah. This was originally my cut, and then I've come around to it. Me too. I changed it. Yeah. Why though? It, you want to the guitar? To, let's listen a little yeah. bit. Yeah, let's yeah. Listen. Sorry, Ricky. Is he harmonizing with himself yes. right there? Yeah. I love this. Flying yeah, but that, with your big it's fat that, tits. It's that, I want to see those tits <laughs> flying up above my dick. But know. you've got too many tits. <laughs> There's just way too many tits. Oh, this is awful. Four guys yeah, in a room talking terrible. about you. you guys like my tits. <laughs> I just picture this bird with just so many boobs. I yeah. can't handle it. Yeah, like a almost like a griffin <laughs> with just tons of tons of breasts everywhere. Like like 10 ro- like 12 yeah. all in a row and, and they start too. big but then they get smaller and then they're all over in different like eyebrows and they're on the tail t- small right, yeah. smaller boobs uh, yeah. we're on the same yeah. very and there would definitely be a couple of banana swoopies on there the ones that go <laughs> right those would, yeah those Honestly, would be on the tail i'm picturing like something <laughs> that would be tail. drawn in in midnight gospel do you know what i mean oh, yes. yeah. oh that would yeah, so yeah. That, i'm oh, surprised we haven't me. seen yeah. that the duncan trussell bird. could definitely voice the titty bird <laughs> for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for sure and have a conversation about you know existentialism right. with like, it yeah. probably yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. i have so many tits but listen i don't have tits you know what i'm saying it's like they're there i have so many that there's so many that they don't Exist. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Pretty good Duncan Trussell, actually. Yeah, yeah man, I got so many tits, man. I know, I know. Do you? Could you but, but try I, to help me understand? I just, you know. Listen, if the next season of Midnight Gospel has a tit bird in it, we are for sure. I kind of hope there isn't another season. 
Uh, yeah, just the way that season way that ended, ended with his mom. Really, yeah. I was, I don't know you guys, I was fucking a blubbering. Well, I was bawling my eyes I was out. like yeah. just crying my fucking yeah. eyes out because it was just such, it was like one of the sweetest things yeah. I've ever seen on a TV yeah. screen in my yeah. life. It's, and I love that that was the only one he took from his actual right. broadcast. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I thought they all I were from they his They're broadcast. not all no. from DTFH. They're, they were for that show. He like did other. Even the one with Anne Lamott? Pretty sure there are every really? every other one was even not the, from DTFH. Huh? Even the um, Drew Pinsky one. Per, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. See, I thought it, he, it was. He, for, I thought he, they they, he though, they came into the, the studio and did that for the oh, okay. show. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Because nice. then the 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 only one that's I believe it, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the only one that's actually f- an episode from yeah. DTFH because his mother has been dead for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, now, like and, he, a few and years. he recorded that yeah. episode. With her, oh, I'm gonna yeah. cry now. Let's yeah, stop seriously, talking yeah. about that. Yeah, but but his really mother good. is not a stupid girl. No, 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 no. This song. So originally, why I wanted to cut this song is because it's like, it's like he man woman haters club, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, but then the guitar on it, yeah. it's like, and it, and it's such. It's it might be a dumb song. But it's such good dumb is it, fun. Is it like dumb it's, though, or is he being like a man needs a maid kind of? I uh, think it tongue in cheek. I think a little bit. I, I want to know who he's talking about because everybody was. Everybody always said this is about Joni Mitchell, and it's really what, to me it's a, obvious. I think it's, it's another one of those. It's things where every not. one of these songs is about. You know, people no, were saying it's one of those Joni things Mitchell? where he's, he's singing about himself again. You think? I think you so. think the stupid I really girl do. is him? It, yeah. I, well, you, I got think a, you really got a lot to learn. Start living again. Forget about remembering. First of all, how fucking great is that line? I like forget about remembering. Yeah. And then ju- even the you're such a beautiful fish flopping on the summer sand. I love that's my favorite for, line. Looking for the yeah. wave you missed when another one is close at hand. It's it's that we talk about meditation and that is I know it's a silly way of putting something, but it's pretty like mystical wisdom right I think there. you're right like the more you listen to it there's something deeper going on I think it's one of these songs I think he's like rather than being like ha 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 you're a stupid girl he's almost like getting at himself for calling well, and, girls stupid yeah. and for like you yeah, know being mean right or like and whatever, you, yeah. you brought up 100% there's no way that's not Neil harmonizing with himself and I that's got to be intentional for this song he's singing with himself uh, He's taking on that persona. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. I, I'm, it wow. almost sounds cartoonish when he does that. And that's what I mean. It's almost like at first I kind of didn't like it, but then the more and more I listen to this song, I like that it, yeah. he, it becomes more intense when he starts singing with himself, and it's like, you're such a stupid girl. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a lot to, to put on such a uh, maybe such a silly thing, but. It I think it's both silly and fun and deep. It you feels know, silly like, yeah. like at first listen, and then the, the more you listen, it's it, to me it's a man needs a maid like two point but not like yeah. in a different a different way though. Yeah, okay. Like I, no, I know what you're saying because everyone thought a man needs a maid was this misogynistic thing, right. but it wasn't. It was about him saying, you know, I can't, I, I can't do anything in a relationship. So I well like, again, yeah. yeah, that's my thing. That's yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that's a, another part of this one is. Yeah. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and, yeah. and no one he's been with seems to know what the fuck they're doing, but maybe that's just his perception. Yeah, I think you know? these songs are similar in their, like, him him writing about how bad he is at relationships. Yeah. I think yeah. That, that's yeah. true. Yeah, a lot of this album is, yeah. is like The bass, that. in particular, hopped out on me uh, to me on this song. I, I don't know. Yeah, the band sounds the band great on well. this song. Yeah, the band sounds yeah. great. Like, Billy, just in this song in particular, something about it, I can't. I didn't write it down, but... There's just like some stuff Billy's doing in this. You know, around where I can find. No, no, you just play. Might be, if you just play a little more of it, it might. uh, 
It's it's usually after the like right yeah, we like right after the, the chorus. Music. Yeah. So like right, right here, here, the breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it'll be like right in here. I think right after he's done with this little all this. Yeah. 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 Billy. Yeah. And then Ralph right after that with the cha cha cha. I know, right? That guitar, right into the. the this I love line, the, I don't know oh, what the, the fuck Mercedes. this line's about. Oh, I love the Mercedes Benz. It's just yeah, practicing like, yourself. You got it pretty defense. good, I guess. I couldn't see your eyes. It's <laughs> playful. I couldn't it's playful. see your eyes. I think eyes. it's just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm contractually really obligated to mention girl. a vehicle in every album, stupid so. <laughs> He's not a Mercedes guy. No, no, no. It, uh, I the think guitar it, is awesome in, really, this, yeah. in this song, though. I think yeah. it's honestly become one of my favorites. It's I was, like, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm with you. Where this was probably like first listen, this would have been yeah. my cut song, and then yes. after a few, like it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not, not top five. This, for this me, one also gets stuck in your head too. It's, Very much. So, yeah. yeah. You know, you it's like chorus, man. It feels yeah. like a the breakdown in the yeah. chorus. Yeah. It feels ahead of especially that it's time or something. That totally reminds me of of um. Everybody From knows. From everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna bring yeah. up. Does everybody it, knows. Yeah. Does it feel ahead of its time? I, I don't know how. There are there are a few songs in this album. I think that this song and the next song sound like honestly, the horse going forward, like in a big way. That like kind of like old guy punk that they well, end up. Old guy doing. punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. A, well, yeah. actually, I'll, I will say on on even on looking for a love, we sort of were saying, oh, this one's kind of hokey and whatever. That sound from Looking for a Love, that became, like, you think about indie all yeah. bands, that sound is right. a big part of well, it. That's, Looking for that's, a Love? This, yes. whole, this whole album yeah. is, like, again, time-traveling vampire. Yeah. Neil went to the mid-90s. Yes. And he was, or, like, late early 80s, 2000s. early 90s, and said... Oh, this is alternative music now. Yeah, like you know, Built to Spill, Sonic Youth, Dinosaur yeah, Jr. Dinosaur this Jr. Yeah. You know, Jay Maskus sure. obviously well, was and worshiping Soul this Asylum. Song. I gotta check uh, out. Yeah, covered, Soul Asylum does they covered an excellent cover. Barstool Blues. If you can there. find that, I, I don't did. Think, I found it. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You go to, I don't think they put the Bridge School benefit up on Spotify. But, or but Soul Asylum, which is famous, they they're, they're famous for Runaway Train, which. Yeah. Good you know, song. that's a great song. You know, and and that sound, you don't have that right. sound without Neil. You, without very songs crazy like the, these, you yeah. know. This this album is, is a big influence on yeah. a lot of that sound. Yeah, the whole, like, 90s alternative yeah. rock sound. Oh, this is the Soul Asylum version, I think. Yeah. yeah. They nail it. Yeah. And Dave Peter is awesome. Oh, wow. Pierner. That's cool. I just want to leave it till he goes up. I want to hear that. Oh, he, yeah, he does. That's awesome. It's like you can hear this on Dumb and Dumber soundtrack or something. Oh. <laughs> That's you such guys. a good soundtrack. Yeah. That's a great soundtrack. Todd Rundgren, baby. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I love Soul Asylum. They're great, yeah. Like, up until Grave Dancers Union, they were to me the greatest rock band in the world. Hmm. I mean, I've saw, I've seen them live dozens of times. 
I don't just, know them at all. They fucking yeah, just see, did it live, man. They I were mean, I knew so Runaway good. Train, and that was that's it. No, you got to listen to Hang Time and Soul Asylum and the horse they rode in on. Okay. Are two of the best rock and roll albums all, right. of all time. They're so fucking awesome. Check out them, and you keep bringing up Dinosaur Jr. and I'm not familiar with you. Them. You, you, you know, know Dinosaur oh, Jr. because you—that's Jay Mascus, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know Jay Mascus, and he was—was was he in Monsters of Folk? No. Was no, he not he in one of those? No. I thought he was. No, 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 no that was M Ward. M Ward is, but Jay Mascus. Jay Mascus—he has solo stuff. Yeah, but but Dinosaur started as this kind of like punky band, and then they like clearly he worships. Neil's guitar. I mean, so this yeah. album oh, yeah. because he yeah. just goes <laughs> okay. like full on. Give me an Neil album Young. to check them out. I'll check them out tomorrow. He, the he most, the most Neil Crazy Horse album I think from Dinosaur Junior is "Where You Been." Yeah. Okay. And that has the very first track. You're like, oh, this is so fucking Neil Young. So okay. they broke up yeah. for like ten years, and then since they've been back, they broke. They got back together in like '06 oh, or '07 or something like that. Um, I think their album Farm is like. Really? really good. Though, okay. the, one of the newer ones. Yeah, it's really okay. good. And it has a, definitely a huge Neil influence. Yeah. Like, you can, his vocal yeah. style is yeah. just total Neil Young. Yeah. yeah. Right so on. check yeah, out. Yeah, they're, they're great. And Jay Maskus, his solo stuff, I really like. It's too. good. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, Stupid Girl, I, I really like it. And, it, and it, it is one of those ones where I was like, it just kept growing on me. Too. It's, yeah. Re- this next one, though, is my cut. Really? Me yeah. too. I think well, it, since, well, since no, we're, no, it's tied for me. Okay. It was going to be my cut, too, and then I have a thought. But it's definitely... I think it's my cut, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about 90s, like, grunge and all yeah. this. Yeah. This song. This is Especially it. with yeah. this cowbell. I think this is, like, what I don't like about 90s grunge. Me, too. So it's like, yeah. It's almost I, like... That, that cowbell, without that, I might like this song a lot more. I like the... Well, whatever. It gives it a James I like this part feel. a lot. Yeah, I like this part. Piano. You know what? You know what you would love? Love that. There's this show. It's the chorus that I don't like. Right here. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's 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 not. What it's I do my like, least favorite song on the album. The, I do like the the guitar that's like. Go to the last. Well, that, that, reminds the last like Hawk, know, would, that reminds me of like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Go to the, the part, last thirty seconds. Of the I was song. gonna say the part that makes me not want to cut it is the end. Yeah, the then guitar they get solo. Into, yeah. The, the end, end is, is great. The, the end is really good. Right here, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, the song is, is just like a hard but rock again, tune. But again, this is nine. This is what become the nineties become this. Yeah. And and like you hear. A lot of the song, like even like emo core bands who who end up on like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, they adopt that sound. Right. Yeah, I I think that it's not that I dislike this song, I just like it. It launched a thousand bad ships. So like, there's <laughs> yeah. like a bunch of like. You know what I mean? That's interesting because it's written about a thousand bad ships. <laughs> Yeah, this is when I had Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> but the lyrics, he's definitely like you guys were talking about. You know those Neil themes, right? Well, no, you guys oh. were talking about like you know him being, you know, mean and misogynist and stuff and feeling bad about it. I yeah. don't think he feels about bad about it in this no. song. No, yeah, this is the theme like, of this song is get the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah the theme of the song is like I'm done with what I need you for. Get I don't want you around in the morning. 
You know, there were a lot of that. There was a lot of that going on during the recording. And he literally says everything good comes to an end. Right. You know, and that means the last Drive 12 back hours to your old town. I want to yeah. wake up with no one around. That might be yeah. another reason why I don't laugh. But I don't know. Really? You know, it's a, I don't. It's just it's just that there's something about the way the song sounds that sounds like other songs I don't like. I think that's really what this. It the, yeah, it, it's not a bad song. It's not in a bad of its song. Right. And, and I, there's a lot of things I like about it. <laughs> sure. But every other song has too much that I love about them that I yes. this would be my cut. That's that's the same. The, the, I would say. I still would keep this over looking for a love. Mm. Just oh, see, my, just I personally, love. I don't know. I think it sounds better I after really a like twelve pack of <laughs> shitty beer. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just singing along with it at the yeah, top drugs. of your oh, fucking yeah. lungs. Yeah, you're old yeah. town, you bitch. I'm gonna get a titty right. bird and jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and your Uber driver is like, "Please shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, this one would probably be really good live. I think. Yeah. Too. Right. Like, yeah. You know, it's it was, probably yeah. like fun when you're yeah. with your beer. Speaking of like uh, speaking of drinking songs and song like sing along songs and songs that would be good live. My son, who is 13, probably inspired by being in a car with me multiple times last week, won't stop listening to Albuquerque now. Ah. <laughs> that song is so good. I do Albuquerque. I love that too. I so do like good. that you put in the Weird Al at the end. I, I was like so that. glad you did that. <laughs> did you hear it? Too? <laughs> you did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he, you got to give Weird Al his due. His band yeah. fucking nails. He's it so talented. Song. Weird Al, the rules. best. Oh yeah, He's the best. Yeah. And the, yeah, his band is top notch. Yeah. They, re- they really are. He's Every year, Weird Al is Al. denied the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, that's oh fucked. yeah, it needs to. That's be why remedied. I stopped watching I football. Yeah. yeah, right. Fuck, I'm with you, buddy. The NFL. Yeah. People would love. Are that you kidding shit. me? Oh my! They're always looking. What would what would have the most mass appeal? Fucking Weird Al. Everybody would tune yeah. in. Everybody has a favorite the, Weird yeah, Al but song. The, the sure. reason they don't is because if Weird Al played the halftime show, no one would give a shit about the second half of the game. Yeah, everybody just <laughs> yeah. It yeah, you can't follow it that. It would you be, cannot listen, follow It would that. be too good, and that's what brings us into the next song. That's a segue. Oh, oh okay. That is a pretty good segue, Thank Russ. You. That was all right. I didn't know you were riding a segue. We have to talk over them because if we don't, we'll just sit and listen to them. Yeah, well, this makes me want to cry. It's like I, I literally can't listen to this song without Shoe. You talked about early on that out of body. Yeah, same you get lost yeah. in it. Same. Especially I'm this fucking, first. I have chills right now. I'm gone. Before he even starts singing, the first three minutes of this song is such a huge buildup. Yeah, and he follows through, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot yeah. of songs have this huge buildup, and then it's kind of like, ah, eh, but this one just. It, it takes you there. It's, and the build-up is engaging, too. Like, oh, yeah. the, like a lot of songs that have build-up, it's like, okay, get to it, get to it. And, like, this is not... Yeah, I no. could listen to just I this could part. Be in this yeah. yeah, let's listen a little more. Oh, come on. I can't leave it just on. I can't yeah, we're going to get a season to this. More. No, we're not. No, we're not. And by we, I mean you guys are. Yeah. I'm just a youngster. Yeah, the youngsters take no <laughs> responsibility. Russ, I can't. I got I to gotta fade out. I'll bring it back in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to fade it out, man. Uh, Dude, it's so if good. If Cortez the Killer, if you're a Neil fan and it's not in your top ten songs, then yeah, I don't right. Like, what yeah. is going on, yeah. And it's not just this. Hold on, let me just make sure. My only beef with this studio 
version, which I know is the first. It's too short. Too short. Yeah. <laughs> I want that version at the end where he's just, what a killer. Killer. Oh, yeah. 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 Dancing across the yeah. water, And man. then, yeah, where he adds yeah. the man, yeah. where he's like, dancing yeah. across I love that. the water, man. Well, you man. know, I'm sure you guys have all read this. You know there's a third verse to this. Yes. Yeah. That's what I, I read that it got cut off. That there was they, a power like, surge. Yeah, they lost the recording, and so they, they just decided they to told, take what they have and fade well, it out. Well, they told at the Neil. End of song, it's, yeah. They told Neil, thinking he was going to be pissed, and he goes, ah, "I didn't like that third verse." Yeah, yeah he says that. he didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the fucking. What if it was just? Well, this song was banned in fucking in, uh, in Mexico, in Spain, really? in Spain. Yeah, yeah, in Spain. I thought it was banned in no because Cortez, Cortez is Spanish. Is Spanish. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 then they only brought it back, like, I don't know. Not super long ago, and then they kept it just as Cortez. No, the killer. Yeah, they didn't put no, the, the killer. killer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Geez. Yeah. Denying history. Yeah. Well, I, Neil's denying a lot of history in this song he does, himself. I mean, you know, yeah. Montezuma wasn't a great guy. I mean, yeah. like, we, God, it's, no. we yeah, talked no. about human sacrifice, <laughs> no. and, you know, he would enslave other people, yeah. and, and but he had the gold, you know, and, and Cortez, you know, Cortez, I think is, I think Neil sees himself as Cortez here. Hmm. That's there, what I, I think really? it is. That yeah, kind of like a bad he, guy in a he would do, well, sort of Right, thing, well, yeah. he would do anything for and love, he's, and he's, but he no, won't no. do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where's fucking Jim Steinman when you need him? I would um, do it. He will do anything to get what he wants, what's in his head, whatever idea he has. He'll steal another guy's band. He'll dump a woman. He'll he'll borrow a tune. Yeah, yeah. He'll, exactly. He'll he'll do whatever he has to. He'll cut people off. Yeah. You know, he'll he'll He's bring ruthless. them on. Right. Just yeah. like Cortez. And so Cortez, like when Cortez came to Mexico, you know he he got all his his men on land, and then he burned his fucking ships to yeah, motivate yeah. them. And so like that's. That's what he's. That's why I think it's about him because he does the same thing. It's like he'll just go. Well, so you know, and to, then it's like whatever I leave behind, whatever trail of bodies I leave behind, whatever it'll, it's worth. To to elaborate on, to elaborate on that, not only was is that what happened. Cortez brought his people over from Cuba or whatever it was co- colony it was known then. Mm-hmm. He wasn't supposed to do that. It was mutinous for him to do that. And then once the whoever it was, the head of Cuba found like told everyone that that's when he burned his ships and because they were like oh shit he wasn't supposed to do this we should go back we don't want to get wrapped up in his and cortez's shit right so then he burned his fucking ships to keep them here to keep them motivated and then he ended up like actually in the eyes of spain and the eyes of what he was trying to do becoming like victorious and winning mexico and all this shit i mean you know history winning history not winning is a terrible way no i get it i do love that's a fucking Neil Man moment when you can get a song banned in the country. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Well, I lo- people, I love, too, like, people, well, it's not historically. Yeah, it's a fucking. It it's, was, his, I, it's his I, I idealized get, version. Yeah, and it's, a, you know, used I wanna metaphorical. Get, I want to get some of this right, too, the names and stuff, because it was, it was released after the death of uh, Francisco Fran- Franco. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the yeah. dictator who ruled Spain. Yes, yeah. and then Cortez, his name was Hernan Cortez. Yeah, it says that he was a conquistador, conquered yeah. Mexico for Spain in the 16th century. He really so, did I it mean, for himself. Also, though. Neil wrote this. This was one of the Montezuma's re- revenge diarrhea songs. Yes, and let's not forget. I mean, I can't even remember ha- a 
I can't remember one paper, I history paper I wrote in high school. So I'm sure I didn't get nope. much of the shit. And I probably just... That's why you're not writing as good songs as Neil, apparently. You didn't yeah, get much well, of the shit because he didn't this, have Montezuma's revenge. This ob- he obviously found a connection with the story. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, totally. And, and like, yeah. You know, you'll, you'll go... And that's why at the end, it's not about Cortez. Right. It's about that's, himself. That's why I think that's, he finished it's like, it I know later. she's living there. And that's the time-traveling vampire. Right, aspect. yeah. <laughs> and how I lost my way. Yeah. You know, just like Cortez <clears throat> lost his way. And Montezuma, you can say that the same thing. Montezuma lost his way. Because he jumps you know. from the third. It's funny. Third I never person. thought about it like that. I always just think of like. Oh, I guess it's a historical is. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it could be that too. You know, but I agree though. I think it is. Well, he is jumps both. from the third person the to the first person. Yeah. See, that's why. Yeah. That's why yeah. that yeah. made me think of that. Because no, at the right. end, it's like how I lost my way, and he's like, okay, well, what's he talking about? Is he talking about Cortez or? Oh wait, maybe he's talking about himself the whole time. Yeah. I know it's such an obvious connection, but I always go right to Apocalypto in my mind. Oh yeah. my God, do we love that movie here? I yeah, fucking love awesome. Apocalypto. Yeah, totally. I know Mel Gibson's a total Nazi only no, when he, only when he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not just a beautiful. Hi, Mike Shue, Mel Gibson apologist right. here. <laughs> but um, no, it's an awesome movie. It's so fucking. Yeah, it's like, beautifully it's filmed, but incredible. one of the incredible. We were obsessed with it. Yeah, we, oh, it's yeah. one of the best action it's movies. Incredible. Even, it, I'm like, obsessed. The with that whole movie, movie and, and every like everything about it. But then that last scene when the what's his name Turtles Run is that it? What no, his name Rivers is? Run or, or whatever no, his name uh, is. Oh uh, shit! But when he he gets away and then he gets to the shore and that oh, yeah, last and scene where you ships. just see the ships coming yeah. in yeah. and you're like, holy, what a yeah. fucking way to end a movie! Yeah, right? after that he's because you know, yeah, yeah, because we yeah you may not have known that whole. What happened that previous movie is to just, that? Yeah. You're yeah. right. It's shots. It, it, there's images that just but I burned love. the head rolling down the fucking stairs oh, yeah. and everything. And then, like, oh, yeah. when he has to run and they shoot the fucking arrows arrow, and everything yeah, and he's right? doing the dodge. Oh, yeah. and and the, I'm going to watch it tonight. The little, the little zombie girl. The yeah. little zo- oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. But, he, but then I, that makes me appreciate that that fucking line. And it's well, such I'm going to read line. it. I'm going to read it because I wanted to read well, hold, it. No, I don't know if it, it's just the first line. I already, that, oh, I thought you were talking about the... No, no, no. Just he he came dancing across the water. Oh, oh, I fucking didn't. love how he yeah. puts that right. because it's... It's just he makes it so, and that's what makes right. me, brings me back to the end of that movie. Is you had this whole fucking world yep. going on, existing for better or for worse, human sacrifice, like yeah. all this shit, good, bad, whatever. And then Cortez just comes dancing right, right along, and it must have yeah. seemed like that because they were standing in the boats. Yeah, yeah. So I get that imagery that the you know dancing oh. across the water. Yeah. What a killer. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, I, I, I want to almost read this whole song, but I do really love too how he says the. Um, the line about the hate was just a legend. War was never known. People worked together and they lifted many stones and they carried them to the flatlands, but they died along the way. And this line right here, and they built up with their bare hands what we still can't do today. Right. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. It's well, aliens. It's, you know, you're pretty motivated when, you know, you either do that or we cut sure, your heart out and sure. chop your head off and throw you down. <laughs> well, like we still 10 have flights that, of steps. you know, <laughs> prison. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> and it's not like that war was never known. I mean, that's everyone should go yeah. watch the 13th on Netflix. They had they had an and empire for crying out loud. Um, yeah. I wanted to read this as well. Uh, the guitar world's greatest guitar solos. Uh, Thirty nine. This is number 39 of all time. That's what Guitar World said. The opening solo or just this song? Yeah. 329 on Rolling Stone's 500 greatest guitar solos. 329? So there's two three nines. In my estimation, it's so. But then I wrote right after that, I wrote, but the only question that matters is where does Adam Moore rank it? 
<laughs> I bet it probably he loves doesn't. It. No, I bet it doesn't even make his five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you know. In my estimation, this is like the best song you can still see live. Like you can still. I was going to say, if you're going by the studio version, yeah. But if you're going by like say, like the version on Weld, to me is such a phenomenal version. Out of this world, yeah. Yeah. The bass is is awesome on this. The the rhythm sec. I mean, Ralph and Billy are just so fucking great on this album. Yeah. Yeah. And in this song, it's. Well, I'll tell you why they're really great on this song, especially with with uh, Poncho. Because uh, they smoked a shit ton of angel dust <laughs> oh, okay. before they <laughs> recorded this tune. Uh, Frank San Pedro, at some point during this exact recording, nods out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because Neil's just going, man. Yeah, he's just going. <laughs> yeah, remember, Frank remember didn't there was need a to story, do anything. There was a story about, you know, uh, um, Danny Witten nodding out on stage and Neil going over and yelling at him. Because yeah. you've got to sing. Yeah. You know, but maybe, yeah, right. Maybe Neil's just going, he didn't notice. And he thought, Probably. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's I really great, Frank, lost. how you kind of, you dropped out there and kind of let me go. I really like the this, space. And he's like, did I do be, that? This has to be one of those songs. <laughs> did, did I do that? <laughs> this, is, this is from Well. well yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love this so much. Though. Everyone's already like, yeah. Can you imagine just hearing this shit? Like, yeah. Did he, he didn't play Cortez he didn't with play this yeah. when we saw him. I think he played it when I saw him at the Garden. Really? I think so. Yeah. Was that the Psychedelic Pill show? Yes. 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 Yeah. That was a good show, yeah. man. It was oh, crazy. It was awesome. Man. It was a crazy yeah, fucking yeah. show. I'm not going to play man. the whole 10 minute song here, but go listen to fucking they every They were heavy on 90s stuff at that show, but they did play. I'm pretty sure they played this, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they I'm did. This, sure I think, I think and it's Cinnamon it's, Girl. They threw Cinnamon Girl. They did Girl play. In there. I know yeah. they played Cinnamon Girl. Yeah. yeah. One, he must have just been lost. All of us in the beginning of this song were just like, oh, fuck. Right? I even wrote. This is one of those songs, we, we'd said this in the beginning, but this is one of those songs that I, I just don't want it to end. No. And I wrote that I could just wrap myself in that guitar Ooh, and, just, yeah. and just sleep for, oh, yeah. forever. You know? I was listening to it on the way out here. Like, on like the drive. Uh, just take me, just I'll go now in, would, in this sound, in this I guitar. I would live inside that song. Like, yeah. If that just played on repeat, I don't think it would bother yeah. me. Like, Especially just, that first three yeah. minutes. Yeah. You're, you're, Unreal. He lifts you off the ground. And yeah. then the titty bird comes and takes you away. <laughs> <laughs> and your big titties are just hanging in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Holding yeah. you by the shoulder. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. That first three minutes Dude, just ropes you in there. if I just became a pair of tits on the, titty, the Neil titty bird, I would be happy for the rest of Come you. here, young man. Let's go. <laughs> it's like the... Um, <laughs> it's like the uh, come, what was come, that? Youngsters. What was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? There's a tip for each youngster out there. <laughs> there wasn't there like a, a titty creature in Fear and Loathing oh, in Las probably. Vegas. There was so I much weird. Remember, there was like yeah. the alligators. Like there, yeah, it was like one of the alligators yeah. had huge. Yeah. He's like, these are magnificent tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever we talk about, t- I just think about uh, Total Recall. That lady with the oh, the lady with three boobs. Yeah, like, that's yeah. yeah, that was for a, no other reason than just like there she is. Yeah, that's that was every fifteen year old's dream right there. It's like three of them. They look real. Wait, wait, you can have three? I was when you was, see okay, it Okay, so again, Neil Young, time-traveling vampire. Yeah, right, he yeah. He had right? seen Total Recall. <laughs> on Mars. No, he created it. That's right. He wrote about it. Originally, a three, it was, three a, t- alien originally it was a three-titted bird, <laughs> alien bird, but... The fucking producers you know changed it. You know what I want? This is this is if I had a genie and had three wishes. I don't think we want to know. Luke. They, they really don't. Be for I really tits. don't. <laughs> it would be one for each tit. No, I would want. I would want 
the people who animated Midnight Gospel to do a music video featuring the titular bird, yeah. titular to, bird. to Cortez the Killer oh, and yeah. Danger Bird. Ooh, yeah. oh, like just God. the two songs together. Yeah, yeah. that'd be delightful. Yeah. I'd have yeah. to get mushrooms. For but that. I do. I love. I love where he. I love the placement of this song as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love so this good. going into Through My Sails. I think yeah. it's I fucking. Agree. Perfect. I think that was a huge mistake. Really? Yeah, I think he just should have ended the album Me here. Too. I strong disagree. And I dump, disagree. dump that song off the end. And no, don't dump it. Put it somewhere else. It's a Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It's a CSNY You're song. Crazy. It's a CSNY. You're crazy. I agree put it on one of their CSNY fucking CSNY albums. I spent at least a, a day t- in totally that Totally out of place of on this album. Nope. Disagree. I, ab, no. Strong disagree. Let's arm Russell over it. Uh, All right, no, play yeah. Russell. Yo, win. Like Russell. Russell. Play through Let's the sales. Russell over it. Play through the sales. <laughs> yeah, play, play. Let's play the see what the youngsters think. Yeah, the youngsters. Come here, youngsters. It's just the perfect like mellow drop that you, that like. Cause Shh. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing what Ricky said Still not to do. From the city I mean, come on. Into it's totally beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's too gorgeous. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But Cort- it's too gorgeous for this album. No, disagree. Because Cort, this let me let me just explain to you my thinking. Okay. Cortez, he he, it, it's a whirlwind of a song in a right. good way, and it like yeah. Russ said, it wraps you up, it fucking shakes you, and then this one like. It just grabs me at just the right spot coming out of Cortez and just eases me out of the album. Oh, so it's kind of yeah. like it's it's letting you down easy. I agree. No, not letting me down. No, not letting down in a negative way. I'm saying it's it's, it's like, just like it, it rides right. me out. Right. Yeah. It brings you down. The titty bird doesn't you drop you. It sets you down in the nest. Setting you down. The titty bird that picked me up. The titty bird that picked me up during Danger Bird and gave me this whole runaround has finally like. I've cl- I've calmed the titty bird. Right. I've I've we've become so one like, like an avatar. Ep- this is like I've the touched last the titty bird. Oh, and so you know what? If we're if we're yes. thinking of it like like Midnight Gospel, this is like the last episode of Midnight Gospel. Thank you for coming with me on this, <laughs> this roundabout song. ride. Enjoy this, your calm through the sand. This song that is in ep- no way near as great no, as that last not. episode not. of no. Midnight Gospel. <laughs> I'm but sorry. it is pretty. You don't like the song? I don't I don't I don't I think it's out of place. It's a CSN song and I was yeah. I was of the same school as him for a while but I I have moved on to being more with you. I I I'm, I'm okay. not going to this is not my cut song. I don't want it off of this album, but I'm I'm halfway with you where I'm almost like I Put it on another. I don't know. It's it's. I love it right where it is. I like it where it's at too. I, I do, but I also I see what you're saying. Just, it could just be on a CSNY album. Yeah, it's out. I don't of want place, the song to but not I think exist. It's out of place in a good way. That's where I would be at. <laughs> right, and, and Neil's and done this before. Like on Harvest, he had those two yeah. Jack Nietzsche tunes that were with the London Symphony Orchestra yeah, yeah, totally. and all that. But I just think this is. I don't know. It's the wrong album to put it on. And you know what else? Stephen Stills plays bass on it. And apparently he thought he was like the shit when it came to playing bass, so much so that he took fucking, like, you guys don't know who Lee Sklar is? Leland no. Sklar? You ever see, you see him in some the music Sklar videos brothers? in the 80s. Yeah, no. one of the Sklar brothers. He's yeah. like the super session bass guy. He's got like okay. a huge beard and stuff. The Sklari brothers. But Sorry. one time, like, he, he took, he, he does this, because we talked about him taking the guitar out of, out of uh, Rusty Kershaw's hands. My favorite story. And trying story. to show him oh, what to do, man. and Rusty Kershaw pulled a fucking <laughs> knife on him. Oh, I love he that. He took a bass out of Leland Sklar's hands while he was playing. He said, no, let me show you how to do that. You know, and what it's a just... a dick move. 
That has nothing to do with the song. I just wanted to bring up that story because Steven Stills is really, the more I learn about him. You So you don't like the song because Stills plays bass in it? Yeah, that's why. That's the only reason why. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Why. There he's is a percussionist. He's a whale killer. He's a whale killer. <laughs> the percussionist on this album is a guy named Russ. Stephen A. Yes, Russ Russ Kunkel. Russ Kunkel. Kunkel. Yeah. yeah, guy's been on everything. With everyone. Yeah. yeah, Russ never sleeps. I think he's like he's well, usually in that Kunkel's group uncle. with Lee Sklar and the rest of them. But no, I just think it's out yeah. of place. I just think it's like it seems like it would be the bonus track on a CD, the okay. CD release. In a way, yeah. you know what I mean. It, it, you know what it reminds me of it, the last track on this out of left field, "Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness." That like oh. the goodbye and goodnight. Yeah, kind of. It's like that sort of thing where okay. it's like. This doesn't fit with the rest of the album. It's just your nice little lullaby right. after it's done. I, and you know? I get that. It's yeah. like like you explained yeah. it, Luke. It's like after Cortez the Killer, it's just kind of like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 It does segue perfectly into the Long May You Run album, because that's kind of the sound of okay. that album. No, no. <laughs> i got to go the, home and no, listen to this, this album. Really, how bad is it? Yeah. This is at least a really beautiful melody and really pretty singing. And, right. It doesn't and, have... And Long May You Run's right. like... This shitty fucking Jimmy Buffett yeah. beach bullshit fucking. It is. It's it's a, it's like a colostomy bag <laughs> yeah. filled with. Are we doing that? Is know. that our next episode? I know. I was gonna say. Is that what you guys well, are gonna? You're gonna no. do decade and long no. may run because next? it's not a solo release. So we're covering the solo releases. So if we're gonna, I thought we we're gonna oh, mention it just while do we're it. doing. Gonna we're go gonna forever. do like mention that gonna, with is decade. Is that next? Yeah, like decades is that the next, next thing? right? Okay, yeah, decade decade is technically is the next. so decades yeah. technically next. Then, then yeah, I guess we'll throw it in with that, right? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I mean, they're we both should just not really yeah. albums. Yeah, like anyway, right. you just don't want to we'll talk to the about whole that thing. in a second. You just don't want to review the whole thing. No, it's awful. But <laughs> I'm excited. That guy, I'm not Russ, lie. that guy Russ Kunkel, which yeah. is a hell of a name. Kunkel. He uh, he played with like Linda Ronstadt and JT and Bob, and he's played with a ton of people. Yeah, he's a huge session guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is no, James Taylor. But is he was um, one of the Tennessee kids? Are they? Are all three of them singing in this, <laughs> or, or did Nash sing in an earlier song? Or are they? Is it all CSN on this one? It's all CSN on this. Yeah, one. I think it's the whole. Okay, it's the whole. It's it's the whole, whole yeah, they're all credited. Yeah. yeah, they just dragged a whale. And in is the this shore. the first song where all three of them sing with him in his solo? Career? Yeah, I think it might be. Because it's been it's been like right. it's been a couple of them or one of them right yeah yeah, yeah. I think you're right but I think, I think this is the it's first always one usually Crosby and, and isn't Nash. this a record that they that he made after he bailed on their yeah. sessions yeah yeah so how this is probably happen? one of the you know why because they he probably lifted it from the sessions I think just it's like, just they yeah. were so they they were so in awe of his of his talent yeah. that they loved Neil's talent they knew he was difficult to work with but yeah. Yeah, you know, they wanted to, they, you know, that's why Stills keeps coming back to him, him that yeah. they keep, you know, butting heads, but they always come back to each other, yeah. you know, or at least Stills keeps going to Neil Young for stuff. So you know. would this be your cut song? This would be my cut song. Okay. Do you want to hop into that now? Do you want to get? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's yeah, do let's it. Do it. Cause I mean, everybody's number one has to be Cortez, yeah, right? If it's not, then you get the you fuck guys out of it. I mean, no, shoes. It's not shoes. Wow, shoes is, is it barstool? Is it barstool? What's your number one? It's no, barstool. it's barstool. Is it really over yeah. Cortez? Cortez is my number two. Whoa! And what's your three? Stupid girl. Okay, really? Wow. That's an interesting three. I yeah. feel like me and Russell's are going to be kind of the same. No, because oh, no, because I don't like. I'm, I wouldn't have through my sales. I I love through my. That's sales. not that's not in my top three. Oh. I just say only because I like the live versions. Of Cortez the Killer, I've heard better than the studio version. I re- I have a s- I it's really a great love song, the studio version, but I love them both. Yeah. So my three, my th- three is Barstool, my two is Danger Bird, 
and my one is Cortez. My two uh, and my one are the same as yours. I mean, Danger Bird and Cortez are the best songs on this album, hands down. But I was after this episode. I think I'm gonna make my three bar stool. But originally, it was Pardon My Heart. So we're which the, it we might still ex- be Pardon My Heart because I I want to have at least one of the like I really love a, a, a nice acoustic Neil and I love those pause breaks. Yeah, I love and, that too. Yeah, so that's what I, makes I don't me know. love that I'm song. I'm still I'm yeah. still on the fence with it. But for the sake of just having to pick, after this episode, I might go with Barstool. So we are exactly the as same. As what? You're t- as your as third. my three. Yeah. yeah two well, those two are the... and one are, are, are Danger Bird and, and Cortez. Yeah, so we're so, the same. So but, Mike? Yeah. yeah you but, but I was going to say, you wouldn't have picked Pardon My Heart, and that is my original three. It would be in my five. Yeah. yeah. Each song on this album represents picked, a different but you tip through, on the titular but you bird. through my sales <laughs> over Pardon My Heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So you'd have both of those in your top five? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Wow. So, so for me, depending on the day, my cut song is "Drive Back." How about or, today? Or through my sales. My, my, number my three cut is song, "Drive Back." My cut song. My cut, is cut song. song. My okay. cut song would either be "Drive Back" or "Through My Sales." Really? Okay. Wait, what's your cut song? Uh, I think "Drive Back." I think it's, it's drive it would back. be either "Drive Back" or you know what? Actually, it's "Drive Back" or "Looking for a Love." Just doesn't do anything for me. I, I love know. Looking for love. My t- my top three. No. My top three are definitely Cortez, Danger Bird, and for me, it's Looking for Love. I like. That's nice. your three. Yeah, I love yeah it. that's All a great. Right. I like it too. I man. love it. And I Barstool has really raised like after hearing you guys talk about it. Yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna like it's it a lot more great. now. But, I'm gonna listen um, to that Asylum cover as well. I think I for me Barstool, Stupid Girl, and Drive Back was kind of like a lull in the album for me for like most of my That's time listening to it I was like these three songs like Barstool eh. well no because actually really like Barstool is written about Dave Portnoy I traveled oh, into the future That's right. I <laughs> saw his success and I like pizza upset. I love pizza <laughs> I like pizza with no flop <laughs> one Frankie. bite everybody knows the rules where are we Frankie but New I Haven think you... <laughs> Look, check out the ha- check out the hammers Frank Neil, Jack Nietzsche Neil, check out the hammers Nietzsche Neil Portnoy <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I want to bring up a fact about after this album came out um, that him and David Briggs wanted to drive from drive back Zuma <laughs> Beach all the way to Key West. I think it was Florida. Yes. They wanted to just go on this cross country drive. I think they made it as far as like Chicago or something like that. But along the way, they would stop at record stores and they would check out the pressings of the albums they would check out the packaging they would make the guy at the record store throw one on and check out the sound and stuff just of their rent. own album yeah the rent they were just checking That's on pretty fucking if, cool actually they were yeah. just checking on if like they were you know the product was up to their standards cool. you know yeah. yeah i like that which is pretty cool yeah. yeah i like that a lot yeah Fucking Neil, man. And fucking there was Neil. a totally there was a giant Neil. titty bird following them the whole way. Well, yeah. it was going to meet oh, them yeah. in Key West. Slow down. It's like yeah. the helicopter. It's the, it's the helicopter in Goodfellas scene with <laughs> Neil and fucking yeah. his brother who's got to stir the sauce. Keep or, looking up at the titty yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's Briggs. <laughs> or or it's like in Black Sheep with the dogs chasing Chris Farley. <laughs> time like, to go. Time home. to go home now, little titty bird. <laughs> Or it's like in Fear and Loathing where they're driving through the desert and there's so many titty birds. That it's <laughs> <laughs> this is titty bird country. 
were just injecting oh, this, into oh, any movie. This is titty, oh, this yeah. is titty bird country. This is titty bird country. <laughs> or, yeah. or it's uh, maybe the titty bird's a little softer. Maybe it's the feather in Forrest Gump that just floats oh. down gently. What is titty bird? That a young Haley Joel Osment looks up at. You know. What is he called? That's Alan Silvestri too. I crossed the line. That's Alan Silvestri too. I might not be a smart man, but I know what a titty bird is. Fucking end on that one. <laughs> All right. This, oh. Thank you for listening to Long May You Young. Long May You <laughs> Young. That's fucking great. <laughs> I look, life is like a box of titty birds. Box of titty birds. Here's some candy. My mom always said, stupid is as titty bird. <laughs> titty bird does. Stupid yeah. as, as a does. stupid girl. You does. can cook titty bird anyway. <laughs> fried, fried titty bird. Boiled titty bird. I just have oh this image God. of titty David bird sandwich. David I Brink. gotta go back for titty bird. <laughs> I was titty bird. <laughs> Thanks to uh, the artist Ma- Mazio for inspiring all of this. Yeah, yeah. all the titty bird. Great yeah. job. Thank you, Mazio. Uh, thank you for listening along. May you young. Make sure you. Uh, I think we should mention this now. I don't know if, if, if this episode's officially going to be on. Yeah, it's good. But if not this one, then the next one. Yeah, but we are going We're to join the uh, the Pantheon podcast family. Pantheon yes. podcasts are uh, a network of all music, just music podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of the great ones, some guys, uh, local guys from Massachusetts here, is the Shout It Out Loud cast, the Kiss podcast, which is really great, and they're hilarious. You should check them out. But I think if not this episode, the next one will be on... Uh, the Pantheon Podcast Network. We want to thank the crew over there for reaching out to us. Yeah, definitely. can I read the quote on Pantheon's website? Uh, yeah, this this kind of scared me at first because I was like, they was sent an fake? email. They sent an yeah. email to me, and I was like, I'm going to check these guys out. So I looked to their website, and this was the first thing you see. It was almost like it can't be real. Right. That's yeah. what we, yeah. This is a joke. This is a Luke joke. It says, "I'm very happy to see Pantheon delivering its music-centric podcasts in high res." That's good for music. Like my own site, Neil Young Archives, Pantheon is in the forefront, delivering highest quality audio. Music sounds great in high res. Thanks, Pantheon Podcasts. You are changing music. Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a Neil Young quote. You should have read it, you should have read yeah. it in a titty bird voice. Go, I, just go to Pantheon like Podcasts. I'd Google like to thank Pan- wait, wait. <laughs> I'd like to thank the, the so Pantheon Podcasts. So he's going to hear your podcast. Uh, well, no, I don't, I don't know, know if he's going to no, hear he, it. Uh, but he he's... Maybe you know Made the same the same it. people I that that um, created his streaming system uh-huh. for Neil Young Archives and, yeah. and the the high res sound uh, also worked on the streaming for Pantheon, Pantheon Podcast, yeah. so they have that in common. Dude, Locko, get you know, the get the archives, man. Yeah, oh, I will. Well, yeah. well, well worth it. totally gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. So thanks, I think, Sam, thanks for, uh, I think it's Aura Stream is the ones that do his uh, Neil Young. Ar- I feel like that's what it goes through because it says they're powered by Aura Stream okay. on, on his. The Neil Young archives. Yeah, I think those are the people that did the Pantheon podcast. Yeah. and they wouldn't exist without him trying to do the Pono thing. So right, yeah. Again. So thanks to uh, yeah. Pantheon podcasts and uh, Peter and the whole crew over there for reaching out to us. Yes, so, thank you. Yeah, um, we're excited they, to join yeah, that. We're very fam. excited to very join excited. that. Thanks, Locko, yeah. for being on. Yeah, today. thanks, Locko, for coming in. We got our first in. youngster. Glad to be here. Yeah, the yep. gracious youngster. The gracious youngster himself, Locko. Anything you want to plug? Any any blog you're doing or anything? 
It's no, he's nice, married. It's kind of she shut all that shit down. I'm, mar- I'm married, and I don't know if you guys heard about the COVID nineteen. <laughs> it ruined the internet. Just, I can't start a blog. Right are you no, improving in your car like I do? When yeah, I come pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I have total like full on like three act plays with myself. Our troop has has descended to the point where we're just getting together and sitting around in the fire every now and then because we're like, what are we even gonna practice? For? But it's what's it, North Shore. Gonna, what's it called? North Shore what? North Shore Improv. North Shore Improv. Yeah, he gets All together right. with his troop and he brings. McDonald's for himself. <laughs> right. That's right. And then they have to yes and it. And they're, really, like, oh, they're we're just so, so fucking mad at it. I go, get your own nuggies, mugging. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much right, for listening. Thank you guys. Uh, please you. subscribe and rate and leave us a voice message and check out all the social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All along the Thanks. TikTok. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.